Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair, and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not a good way. <laughs> Hi. Hi, welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I'm Hi. joined by my co-host, Titan. I'm your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Alicia Kelly. Hello! And Blake Wolf. Hi! Hello! We're using a different meeting format this time. So yes, this we are. Fun. We might have just gone blank for half a second for some uh -oh. unknown reason, but we're back now. Yeah. Good God. What, and why did your camera go all grainy on my end? I don't Is that know. just me? I don't know. Must be just me. I don't know. Everything was fine over here. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Um, but yes, hello. Welcome to uh, what is stream number 21. 21. We're legal Woo. to drink. Let's drink. <laughs> well, I wish. I, just, I just got done with what I'm going to deem an Irish mocha, so I'm game. I'm, I'm also very hot right now. I'm doing now. an iced chai in this very not branded cup. I okay. have Myers breakfast blend. Oh, you're drinking tea too? No, it's, oh, it's coffee. It's coffee, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know breakfast blend was a blend of coffee. Apparently. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know I shit about coffee. Ye old generic breakfast blend. Yeah. <laughs> much. I did no. order to plug, that this is not sponsored, but I did <laughs> order a bunch of coffee from Found Familiar Coffee, who Ooh. does D&D themed coffee, so that should be getting here shortly, Sweet. and that is actually, like, nice, fancy blends of coffee. I don't know, again, I don't know shit about coffee, but uh, people on Twitter recommended me a bunch of yeah, stuff. Oh, I saw that, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm gonna have to try it. Um, also, not not sponsored at all, but I drink Kicking Horse because it's actually, like, good and not burned. Kicking That's Horse? That's always good. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah, they have like special names for other blends. My favorite just so happens to be Grizzly Claw, mm. which is a uh, one of their darker uh, blends. And then they have a, a decaf dark blend that I also drink whenever I just want coffee and don't want to be awake for five days. Mm. <laughs> I'm a person who actually likes the taste of coffee, which apparently makes me weird. I kind of, um, I mean, I like it, but I usually make, like, lavender lattes and stuff like that if I'm going to have it. Or cold brew. Right. I will drink cold brew straight, like, completely, un like, unwatered down. Like, get me, cold I brew. want to move to a different plane of existence. <laughs> cold brew is just... really good. I just drink it to 
feel alive, and that doesn't always work. Yeehaw. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel alive! What are you doing, bro? Yeah. I'm just I've drinking tra- to I- feel something. Yeah, I've had a lot of coffee this week, if that's any indication of how my week has gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how does that feel? Uh, but anyway, hello. Hi. I've Hi. given my kitty a throne. Um, he's in there so nice, just like he's, in a little he's trying to. So there's an infestation of fruit flies in this apartment complex, mm-hmm. um, and some of them keep managing to slip in here. And so he's been very dutifully batting at them constantly. But he's also gotten himself stuck behind things because he's chasing fruit flies. Mm -hmm. So he got himself stuck behind the couch up against the wall. And I couldn't find him. And I was just hearing, "Ah, ah." (laughs) he's like, where are you? I looked behind the couch and he's there just like, Fell down behind it. Because oh of the vents along the wall, the couch can't be flush to the wall, so he fell back there. Oh Poor guy. <gasps> Poor baby. Oh. Puck has okay. been doing this thing where he like jumps up in the bed and he's just like, ah! And then he runs <laughs> away. And it's like, what? <laughs> Why? <This fucker. laughs> so. I guess I'll I'll thank my lucky stars that he's not a four AM cat, oh but he is oh a nine AM cat. He's a what? And so he's a nine AM cat. So ah. somewhere between eight AM and nine AM, he comes waltzing into my room, going, ah, 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 ah. and it's just like, God damn it! Why do you have to? Why did I want a talkative cat? Do you but feed also, him in the morning? I feed him. Basically, when I get up and when I get off work. So yeah, that's okay. why I know. Because well, because I when I first got Puck, the first thing I did is I was like, "You're not getting fed until ten o'clock at night because that's the only time you're ever getting fed." Because I don't want you waking me up at six a.m. <laughs> like if he wants to meow at me at seven and be like, "Hey, I need to be fed," I'd be like, "Well, you can wait. At least I'm awake." But it's not four in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. No, he he doesn't he doesn't do that. I at least know whenever it's three three PM because my dogs both know like, oh, three PM is food time. Like I do when I get up too, but then in the afternoon it's like three PM. So they're both like, Um, excuse me, you know what time it is. Yeah. Have you heard about like, the word and savior uh, kibble? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway, this is this is a D and D stream. Oh that's right. Sorry. Nah, it's a pet sorry, stream. I gotta we, I gotta stop. We need track. a talk show. <laughs> we need a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Talk. And like no schedule to it. We just do it when we feel like talking. Yeah. That'd be great. We can maybe get Harris in on it too. Okay. Oh yeah. He'd be down. We can just we can just podcast the fucking High Noon Writers Club. Oh god. We I could. I don't know how Jamie would feel about that. And I don't know how Jamie would feel about it, but I think the rest of us and our nonsense, it would actually be fun. Yeah. Like to workshop stories on a podcast. We'll 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 see. Ugh. But uh anyway, we just had welcome. more spam hmm? people show up in the thing. Spam. Oh, it's okay. No, Band. Band hammer. Fucking bye bye. Ha Okay. Alright. Welcome to the twenty first stream of Atlaran Adventuring Company. Now that we're twelve minutes in. Mm-hmm. Uh I I should do a recap. You should. Yeah. I definitely need it. 
I posted the notes. Yeah, I know. I've been busy. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. I didn't post them until like. I look very wax on wax off today. Yeah, yeah. I look like I might repair your car. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah. You look like you're either going to grout some tile or uh, repair my car. (laughs) The lesbian energy is so strong (laughs) with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I look look like just some bitch. I don't know. No, you kind of look like you're going to go check out. Everyone looks like some bitch. Oh, yay. I mean, I'm glad that's what (laughs) What did you say to me? I said everyone looks like some bitch. I guess. <laughs> everyone I guess. is some bitch. That's true. <laughs> but no, you you give off like cottage core Caleb vibes <gasps> to me. Oh, cottage core. Yeah, cottage core Caleb vibes. Oh. Cottage core Caleb. That's gonna be my new like username on everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> cottage core oh widow guest. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, like with the sweaters and like you do really well with warm colors, especially like oranges and reds. Yay. It's because you're so pale. That yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, that certainly helps. It does. Um, <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. Fifteen minutes in. Um, last time. <laughs> was, I don't even think this is our worst track record. No. It is not. We haven't started <laughs> until like a half hour in before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but last time, I realized by the end of the episode, I never told you guys the name of the route you were taking. Oh. It's called the Aurora Plate Road, which is yeah. what the episode got named. I figured I mean, it um, out when I uploaded the podcast. I was like, oh. yeah. But I was I supposed mean, to actually say it. To uh, be fair, we did forget that uh, Molinark was Yeah, Molinark. Yeah. That's his name. Ansom. Ambrosia, whatever his name is. Ansom. Ansom. I knew it was an A. Alright. To be fair, uh, we haven't talked about him in like four hours. So. I, I know. Um, he's with you. I mean, the last time I mentioned him was at the end of the last episode where he was just hanging around. Yeah. I... Which, to be honest, he does keep to himself as a character, so it's not that weird. Okay. Um, what was that? What? Was that ice? Yeah. Sounds like Sorry. it. Sorry. Okay. I had to tip it up because if I don't get every last oh. drop of ice chai, like, it, I could die. The gay will die. Exactly. Yeah. I've got, bless you, I've got things to take care of, so. You'll turn straight. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Get it off me. I'm going to have to take a bath now just after hearing Uh, that. uh, (laughs) I like cars and barbecues now. I mean, I like Um, cars and barbecues, but like, not like that. Yeah. It's not your it's life. It's very platonic. Anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry. To, I don't. I don't know what straight people are like anymore. So I'll have to. I'll have to uncuff all of my jeans and. I just I thought think... straight people like had baby reveals and like set uh, California on fire. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Like you're like, is it a tractor or is it a cow? Like, what is it going to be? That's the gender. God. I'll have to find that tweet that I found, but like the there's like a terrible pregnancy announcement that I saw on Twitter that oh, I was just like, was it was it one yeah, cup mommy three finger? pumps daddy? Oh my god, <laughs> that was the best thing ever to say. My husband is fucking terrible at sex. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> Did you see it, Taylor? Did you hear us? No. Okay, what? So it says recipe for making a baby: one cup mommy. And three pumps, daddy. 
And then it said leave in the oven for like nine months or something. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was like, I, it said like underneath, it was like, imagine announcing to the entire internet that your husband is bad at sex. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. Oh my I, fucking god. I didn't think that's where you were going. I thought it was like a latte recipe. Well, and that's the thing is like, you I could think that was kind the of. Joke. But then, like, why would you bake it? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. The, the metaphors worst, are mixed. The worst one I've seen was a dude who apparently owned a cattle farm, and he put his wife in the cow yeah. breeder and I was holding up a sign that says bread. Yeah. Was it B-R-E-A-D? And then there's just, like, a loaf of bread on top of her? Because that would be funny. That would have been better. That would have been much better. Oh my god. we can have a double metaphor. Anyway, 17 minutes in. Did he have like uh, one of the super long gloves on for like the artificial insemination? Might have, I'm but, not sure. Oh my god. Not, not sure. And one of those, anyway. those cock gun sized syringes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, stop, 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 stop. So last time. Uh, last uh, time. We- this time uh we started on saurus the eighth uh at ansem's uh estate uh you guys got yourselves some horses and some supplies decided to take the hjolmanir route to uh tall donost um marin spent a moment trying to make contact with tall donost didn't didn't really work uh, Kit led the vandalization of vandal vandalism vandal is vandalization a word sure Sure, why not? Led the vandalism of a whole drawn cannery in Seeger Rayfear, uh, using control water to force uh, water back into the waste pipes for 10 whole minutes. Yeah. Um, in my notes, it just says two words cubed sharks. 17 of them. 17 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys set out on the Aurora Plate <laughs> Road, and we screamed as elk for a while. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did. We did. Yeah. And as they went that, running by. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you ever did that on in one of these games, I think I died. Yeah. I think <laughs> um, we all did a little bit, actually. Yeah. But, uh, Silas and Marin uh, took a little while on one of the nights to talk about stuff that Silas is having trouble sharing, talking about Dolph there. Um, Silas and how he enjoys finally being free from Moore's Rest. Even though Marin's not super big on the camping, Silas definitely is. Um, you, oh yeah, and you finally told him directly that you didn't like or trust Dolph mm-hmm. Um And he basically said, fair, but it's kind of working. So, uh, let's see. you guys also ran into a blind old woman asking for donations, uh, and she gave you the blessing of the evening star mm-hmm. for your kindness. And uh, you later found ten times your donation on the side of the road. Uh, a few nights later, uh, Silas woke you all up because he was ecstatic to see the Northern Lights for the first time. Um, let's see. Uh, you heard some of the native folk nearby start singing, uh, which Kit knows is one of the traditions when the Northern Lights appear, uh, and found some reindeer and mammoth herders, uh, and Marin got to pet a baby mammoth. Yay. Marin almost fucking died. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did okay. Mama almost had a problem with Marin. Hey, she was fine. Everything was fine. Mama, Mama, we're all gonna die. Sorry. Ah, yes. Um, Okay. Nope. Sorry. sorry. Those are the two things that pop in my head: are Bohemian Rhapsody and Mama by MCR. I just Uh, had like a Pavlovian response. Yeah, you did. You sure did. Um, it's like all those people who hear the first note of the Black Parade and like, uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I pop up like a prairie dog every time I see him. Like, yeah. uh, oh you guys arrived in the town of Vague and I will kill either of you. <laughs> Start making those jokes again. Oh, I forgot again. about that! Yeah. I mean, the, Shut up. the kind Shut up. of... Shut up. That Shut up. village. Ben. Benjamin. Uh, I know. That... That village that had people in it. Yeah. uh, Both of you. It is a Sunar word meaning traitor. It is a trading post. It is a town literally named Vague Post. Traitor Post. God! Alright. Sorry. I had that about my calendar before, too. Um, Anyway. Uh, you guys found a mead hall run by twin dwarf sisters and a Huldron smokehouse. Uh, you got a little bit of information about the place and found that while it does make the town money, no one really likes it. Uh, so you decided to burn it down. Um, yep. You checked into a Huldron owned inn uh, and were charged double until Marin threatened the racist host for discriminating against your Elusir friend. Um, if, honestly, one of my favorite moments from the last episode was just Marin being like, listen, I don't want to blow your head off. And I was just like, Marin has no chill. Yeah, uh, no <laughs> Uh, Marin and Kit briefly talked about the uh, previous Walker incident and sort of settled a couple things. And then Kit went Golden Dragon and burned down the smokehouse. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. So we are starting uh, several weeks later. Um, not <laughs> after no, not after the smokehouse thing, but several weeks after the start of last episode. Oh, I was about uh, to yeah. That's what I keep hearing. Jeez. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, we started on Saurus 8th last time when you guys left Sigurafir. It is now Saurus the 23rd. Um, it is the morning after the smokehouse burned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are still in the Haldron Inn. Uh, and I did put a note in here that Gesh stopped yesterday. So, yeah. mm-hmm. basically during the night. We should <clears throat> probably decide if we're going to keep that up or not. Uh, are we, are we like we're getting our continental breakfast? Sure. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. place probably does have a continental probably. breakfast. Yes, it, does. it is the closest thing to a hotel that you will find, basically north of Secret Rafe here. They're oh. like an old guy playing piano, like in the corner. Oh my god! <laughs> so not to sidetrack, but like again. Oh, so. You remember when they put the Von Mar in the in the mm-hmm. mall in Woodland Mall? Yeah. I was with Sam, and I just 
she was like, I want to go through there. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to buy anything in this fucking place. We walk in there Mm -hmm. and they have a grand piano in the middle of it. And they're paying this woman to sit there all day and play the fucking thing. And I was like, I'm not paying $120 for the sweatshirt so I can listen to a shitty cover (laughs) of a jazz version of a Christmas song. Like, I do not care. And I think Von Maher is for um, boomers. It is very boomer-ish store. I don't I know. A lot of dead in anything they had there. A couple. Wait, am I thinking about the same? No, I'm thinking about a different thing. Never mind. Never mind. Never Von Maher is like if J.C. Penney and Macy's had a baby that was really bougie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking about a place near Von Maher, not mm-hmm. not Von Maher itself. Um, gotcha. Anyway, so continental yes. breakfast. Yeah, like the little Fruit Loops. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this place, a lot of the food is kind of hardier stuff, like a lot of potatoes, a lot of, a lot of uh, meat. Um, jerky. Probably ovens. not. Yeah, a uh, lot of smoked meats Potato because crispy. there was a smokehouse. Ooh, we can get some um, lox on a bagel if we can. You is can. that how you say them? Is it lox or is it lax? Lox. It's lox. Oh, it's lox. Okay. I yeah. think. I have no idea. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I... Know. No, it's definitely lox. Oh, okay. It's L O X. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about no, L A T K. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, latkes are different. Ah. That's potatoes. Lots but is just really... smoked salmon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you put it on bagels and cream cheese. Oh, today I've learned something. Yeah. I mean, we can go bother Jamie later and be like, why do Jewish people call everything the same thing? Um, <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't phrase it that way. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm totally no. kidding. There are several <laughs> words that sound like locks that I don't know the difference between any of them until I actually talk to a Jewish person. I was like, what are these things? Yeah. Um, but no, correctly. no. Lox is salmon. Latkes are potato cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Shredded, Jamie can explain. Shredded it. potato cakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which you could probably find something similar here. Yeah, this is so good. Oh. Unfancy hash brown. Or, sorry, fancy hash browns. Fancy yeah. Hash browns. They have unfancy hash browns here. Ah. Yeah. Ah. 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 Uh, <laughs> so, let, so uh, do you want me to curse you again? Um, not... I don't know how helpful it's going to be. Because yeah. I... Oh, I don't know if I've told you this. I have a countermeasure now oh yeah that's right that Senna gave me so i mean i don't know if it's 100 percent necessary anymore okay so saves me a um, lot yeah so don't worry about it we won't do it okay any yep. anybody else want to be cursed anybody <laughs> bueller silas what do you do you want to be cursed are you feeling I'm <laughs> already quite cursed? Thank oh, you. Okay. Oh my Ooh. god. Bring down the mood, bro. It's fucking seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right? PTFD. Did you guys actually get up that early? Well, that's when like continental breakfast is breakfast is? Yeah. Continental breakfast is 
are only served between 7 and 9 a.m. Yeah. Brick Fi. Brick Fi. Brick Fi. Plural of breakfast is Brick Fi. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not doing well today. I insulted people who speak word. Hebrew, not meaning to. I can't come up with funny jokes. So. Uh oh. It's going to be a bad okay. day. It's going to be a bad day. Um, but anyway, uh, as you guys are getting into breakfast and watching Bull shovel down immense amount of food, uh, immense amounts of food, it's going to be it's, <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. Um, you do see Ansem come down last. Um, oh, and as you, I forgot as you, you were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah! Okay. Hey. Yeah, uh, he's been following at a distance, um, uh. <laughs> but he comes down and he has his usual basic, just coffee his and like a tiny basic amount of bitch food. breakfast. His BBB. Now oh, he's an old guy. He's got to get like a bran muffin. Oh my god! Like... I need some prune juice. Stat. <laughs> he eats toast <laughs> with like an egg and coffee. Mm. That's... Gotta get that. I, oh no, I'm not gonna say it. I was gonna say so many things, and I'm not <laughs> no. gonna say them. Now I want to hear. Oh yeah, get that coffee. Gotta get that pooper moving in the morning. <laughs> hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a rough day for everybody, but not, yeah. but not him. Not him. He's good. I don't want to think about my grandparents while I think about one of the coolest characters I have. So please. We spent our entire lives with our grandparents having an entire gallon of fruit juice in the fridge. There was a reason for that. And I then know. they had Metamucil with it. I know. Yeah. We and they also drank like three cups of coffee every morning. Yeah. Honestly, we could have just fed them like hay. And it probably would have done the same thing. So. Yes, sir. Uh, what? Oh my yeah. God. Mm. Hi. I I look over at Ansem and I'm like, uh, hi. How are you this morning? Uh, about as good as I'm going to get. Yourself? Same. Wow, we're just. All a depressing bunch of assholes, aren't we? I'm great. sorry, I'm not much of a morning. No, person. it's fine. Silas just made a self-deprecating joke before he came down here, and then the, yeah, so we're all just miserable, I guess. Except Kit. Thanks to Silas. Yeah. <laughs> not miserable. I'm actually quite happy. Okay. What? I'm <laughs> Ew, who does that? I'm enjoying this journey. I... I'm just... Oh boy, it is going to be a long day, isn't it? We, I mean, Marin and I have talked about this. This is one of the best... I'm going to shut up now. Okay, well, you know what? No, Silas, you can express your feelings. No, because it's going to sound even more depressing. Oh boy. If I say that this is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. That doesn't sound depressing. Yes, it does. If you hear Anson go, yes, it does. Does anybody sell smoke? 
sell smoke? Smell. Oh. With an M. Smell. I happen to smell smoke all night long, actually. Weird. I wonder where that came from. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some very bright lights outside. Hmm. Is there a meteor? Crazy. No, there was a burning building. What? And a dragon. (gasps) A dragon? Should we see if they want us to go on a quest to get it? Spooky. I'd rather not. I've had enough of dragons. Thank you. Mm. What about dungeons? Should we go find a dungeon somewhere? <laughs> and Silas says, "Aren't you claustrophobic?" No, I'm claustrophobic. Never mind. Never mind. Oh my You're agoraphobic. He's claustrophobic. Aren't yeah. you claustrophobic? No, wait. It's me. I'm no, claustrophobic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Should we just restart? Yeah, do we want to just cancel it for this week and like we'll just come back? No, well, let's just start from the top. We'll turn off the stream and come back and be like, hey, welcome to episode 21. <laughs> oh my god. god. I haven't seen somebody fail this hard <laughs> in a long time, and it's me. It is not oh. just you. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh. Okay. Yeah, weird that they're, huh, strange. We should probably get out of here. It's like watching somebody get rear-ended into a train wreck. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, I suppose that yeah. would be bad. Yeah, I think I think they were talking about them. Not... If you were <laughs> rear-ended directly into a train that had already been wrecked, that would be not great. Uh, you got rear-ended into the railroad track and then hit by the train. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck! I just got rear-ended. Fuck! Yeah. I don't think you're gonna say anything on that second one. I think it's just gonna more be a splat sound. Yeah. It's just gonna be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Just tighten up. Go up and. <laughs> um, anyway. Up. Uh, Use this fuck move. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Game Grumps. Anyway, um, uh, shall we? Shall we give? Um, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of this town. Yeah, yeah I think it's making us stupid. <laughs> us as people. I don't know. I don't think it's making us stupid. I just think it's making us kind of vague. That that whole statement was a little vague, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anger issues. Anyway, um, no. back onto guys. the Aurora Plate Road. Yeah, Follow the Aurora bitch. Plate Road. <laughs> too, too many spells no. there. Follow the Aurora Plate Road. Follow the Aurora. No, that's actually the same amount of syllables. Follow the Aurora, Aurora is just hard to say. Aurora. No, it's one. Oh, one it's one more. Yeah. Okay. I'm, like, trying to count them out. It's been a long time since first grade. I'll just call it the Aurora Plate Road. That'll yeah. work. Um, anyway. You guys finish up your, brec- your breakfasts <laughs> and-, <laughs> and make your way out of the hall drawn in where the host very distinctly avoids looking at Marin. I, I make sure to extra look at him. Just, like, give him an eyebrow, like, 
He has like a cup cup of coffee. He's like looking in the distance and he sees you looking at him. He's like... (laughs) (laughs) You guys make your way out. As I'm Uh, making my way out, I just like stare at him. (laughs) (laughs) Now I leave. Okay. Now I'm ready. All right. <laughs> make your way out into uh, onto the main drag of uh, the town of Vague, and you do see that the most of the smokehouse is burned down. And when I say most of, I mean the entire roof is gone. Um, the rest of the structure is made of stone, so that's still standing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the interior and roof are just gone. Bummer. Um, a number of people are currently pulling uh, machinery that has managed to survive the blaze out of the wreck. Um, other people are just staring at it like, good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, otherwise, things seem to be very business as usual in this town. Nobody's... In a, in a very frontier-like town, you can't just sit and be like, oh, woe is me, we lost something. You have to get back to work. So most people are just back to work. God, it sounds like the U.S. Um, all right. Well, well, uh, well, I suppose we can get on down the road. Get along, get along little doggy. Yeah, we can ease on down the road. He's on down, he's on down the road. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Alright. <clears throat> Alrighty. Somebody roll me. What? What? Roll me a DJ. Oh, me? Yeah. We sh- sure. Someone. Okay, go, I'll go roll ahead. it. I'll roll it. Seven. Sorry, I got some good ass music. Um seven. Seven days. Seven days. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm gonna... It's literally, probably... it's not vocal cords, it's like right up in here. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm using like the back of my tongue or like the sides of like the, not the, it might even be like your vocal cord, like the flaps that look like really weird. Yeah. Inside, I don't know. It's a lot of air to make it happen. Yeah. What were you saying, Taylor? Sorry, we yeah. keep cutting you Sorry. Off. Remember, um... I rolled a seven. Seven. Okay, let me grab my lips. Thank you for knowing that's what I was going yeah. for. I, I, don't, I don't know why I went damage boost, but alright. Uh... God damn it, where's my list? Uh, okay. Um, making way further down. Uh, <laughs> we're going to skip several days here. You guys have been traveling for about three-ish weeks? Oh. Um, wait. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks in Atlar in time. Um, so to Urskar is going to be about on horseback, probably another 
three and a half to four weeks. It's a long way. It's a long way. Yeah. Unless you decide to, like, hurry. I mean, we don't have to hurry, I guess. I feel like we have to hurry too much. No. Um, all right. After, I'm gonna expedite this a little. What? Sorry. So, like, some bitch, I don't know who, but they parked their their U-Haul literally right under my door. And, like, it's in the mud. They can't, they're spinning the tires. They're stuck and, like, they're thumping around. It's driving me nuts. Sorry. Continue. That's okay. I can't hear it, so. Every time I jump, it's because of that. Because I can feel it. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I'm going to expedite your travel here just a little bit. Fast travel! Fast travel! Do we have a fast travel kit? No. Uh, So we're going to skip about two weeks of travel. Just because road travel can be pretty boring, especially on a major road where it's too busy for anything really to happen. Um, But after about two weeks of travel... uh, it is getting into. I believe you guys will be moving into the next one. Do we all, do we all have beards now? Yes, because <clears throat> it's been. Some of you are getting beards now. <laughs> so much beard. So, so beardy. You already kind of had like facial hair though. Yeah, before, scruffy. Right? Yeah. Um, it would be in early more event. Uh, so you guys are in like. Almost winter, late fall. It's getting fucking cold. Um, But as you arrive at a portion of the road that runs alongside the river, um, you see uh, it hasn't really started snowing too much. It has snowed off and on, but nothing is stuck. Um, You see a section of the road, like for almost a full mile, has been washed out into the river. Uh, by mudslides. It's sort of in a valley area alongside these not mountains, but very big, like, tree-covered hills. And several trees have been washed down into the river as well. It's kind of a kind of a uh, a problem uh-huh. and a lot of people are having to cross either to the other side of the river or go find a different road. <laughs> um, so what would you guys like to do to get around this washout because it's going to be almost impossible for your horses to make through safely. Do you think a giant eagle could carry a horse? A giant eagle? It could carry maybe one, but very slowly. Because you could you could ferry all of them over separately. I could, but I like, uh, I turned to Marin and I'm like, how do you feel about being... A creature for a minute. Uh, fine, All I right. guess. Don't resist this. And okay. I cast Polymorph on Marin and mm-hmm. turn her into a young copper dragon. Oh, okay. So I believe that technically makes you smarter than you were before. If yeah, probably dragon intelligence. Yeah. You well, keep your intelligence mods anyway. <laughs> No. Oh. It's polymorph you don't keep your mental stats. Ah. Young Copper Dragon Intelligence plus three. 
You suddenly understand I... physics. Oh. <laughs> it's like that like, meme where it's like all that math around your head. Yeah, You're all like, the math. Oh, yeah. God. The beautiful mind moment. Yeah. Um, Did, can I also talk? Because you talked before when yeah, you were you can talk. dragon. You can speak common and draconic. And common. <laughs> uh, common, I, I, she, yeah, most <laughs> of your stats are better mm -hmm. than previous. <laughs> of course. I turn to Silas and I go like, I'm really smart now. <laughs> oh my god, can that be your voice? Be like, I'm really smart now. <laughs> Is that what I sounded like? Well, you did for half a second. <laughs> you just sound like you smoke like 40 packs for the rest of your life. I always keep that up. Nichols. Give me another martini. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's now canon. All copper dragon, yeah, no. all yeah. old, <laughs> old New Jersey women. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of anything to say. <laughs> it's staring at you like. And then, do I have fire breath? Uh, uh, copper dragon, uh, breath with, weapon. You have a breath weapon. I have acid breath. Ooh, oh, okay. Sexy. So basically, you hawk up a loogie and things melt. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Never mind. I was going to like blow like into the air, but that would be pretty gross. <laughs> so. You're just instead of blowing like fire, you just like blow just, a like, big spray of spit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hawk a hairball fifty feet. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not good. <laughs> there, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Do that cat thing. Yeah. Oh, gross. Uh, or like when my dog has to puke at like 3 a.m. It's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh, God, it's I like, hate that so stop. much. Uh, and then I I turned myself into a gold a young gold dragon. Okay. And then I'm... we yeah we need to ferry these horses across the I'm water. I'm gonna scoop up Roger, my horse. Roger, take yeah. him across. Okay. I'm That's just as young gold dragons, you're big enough to carry across a single horse or two people. Mm. Okay. Uh, I am going to take... First, I'm going to take um, Silas and Bull mm -hmm. so that they can hold on to the horse on the other side. Oh, yeah. And okay. Then, I'll, wait, take, I'll take Ansem then. Oh, no. No, leave Ansem to hold the other horses for the moment. Okay. And then we'll go back and forth. So we just need to... So with the horses don't get scared and like trot off and do something stupid because yeah. they're horses. So, yeah. Horses are fucking dumb. Oh my god. It's a fox, chicken, and corn situation yeah. with the fucking boat. Mm -hmm. uh, has anybody ever done that puzzle where you have to get the things across? But yeah. if you put two in the same place at one time outside the boat, they'll lead each other. Or something oh, like that. Oh, I know that. what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I, there's so many different versions, but one of them is like a bag of corn, a chicken, and a fox. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, Marin, go ahead and make an animal handling check. 
with disadvantage <clears throat> because you're fucking dragon. <laughs> I don't have great animal handling either. Okay. Okay. Dragon is wisdom. Oh shit. So you have a plus one. Plus one? Okay. Uh fifteen. Fifteen. That'll that'll work. Uh so you pick up Roger, I think you said. Roger. Pick up Mr. Roger and uh you bring him to his neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, bring him to the other neighborhood across the way. Um, in this area, the river is pretty wide, like Grand River wide at some of its widest points. Mm-hmm. Um, so you take him across and set him down along with Silas and Bull. Silas is minorly terrified just at the sheer event of being picked up by a dragon. Bull's okay. Um, you just Silas, take- hey, Silas has been picked up by a dragon before. He has, but it's still yeah. scary as fuck. Wow. Okay, sure. Um, and I would say with one horse having made it across okay, the other ones aren't going to give you too much of an issue. And uh, Ansem comes last with the last horse. I make sure I get my horse. She neighed. She Okay. I'm going to kill that horse. <laughs> Why? Because oh, it's no. got the most clever fucking name ever. <laughs> The horse didn't do anything. I know what Ben did. I gave um, her a classic <laughs> Gaelic name. It is not my fault that it's the perfect pun. Anyway, you is guys there, all is there anybody else? Sorry, is oh, there anybody I... else waiting to get across or like trying to get across? Um, there is a not a very useful one, but there is like a river ford not too far south that a lot of people are crossing over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder to get like wagons across, so that's True. what most people are struggling with. Ah. Um, but it's it's like a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. It's it's dozens of people and their carts trying to get across. Yeah. Who are all staring at these dragons, just like what the fuck? I give a little wave as I go by. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> They're terrified. Several yeah. people run. Perfect. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> A little chaos for you. You get some chaos. You get some, you chaos. Get some chaos. I was it's just trying me. to be friendly. Uh, <laughs> dragons! Um, yeah, I guess when we get to the other side, I'll just like drop my dragon form and be like, all right. Marin is am I just a, a oh, yeah, am I just uh, still do a you dragon want to stay for a dragon like... for a while? Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. I guess. Yes, I guess I'll we'll just. Like yes, I would like that very much. <laughs> what are you? All of a sudden, I'll you're just... like fucking Batman. Yeah. I can't do that voice. I, guess I would just... like that very much. I can't do it. No. I don't. I, my voice doesn't go that low. Rachel. I guess I'll just stay this way I'm until. Bad, I, I, no, my no voice is not. Do it. <laughs> you actually do a pretty good Christian veil as Batman. I do. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> no, that's pretty good. I okay. I didn't know that was the talent I had. But... No, you do. Uh, yeah. That's actually not bad. I'll just. I'll just stay this. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
all you say. You're just like Joker, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Joker. <laughs> yep. That was the stupidest voice. Oh, I love it. I love it. it. Really I love that Liam Neeson like makes fun of him in the first movie. He's like, "Wow, you really took that seriously." Yeah, that theatrical thing. Well, um, I like how also too like everyone regards Dark Knight as like one of the greatest movies ever made, and then Christian Bale just has that voice the whole time. Yeah. It's just it's like really this is okay. Oh my god, <laughs> it makes it. His voice. Is it was just, literally really, a parody of Batman. Yeah. A little bit. Like, that was the one with Heath Ledger's The Joker, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what made it a good movie, was that Joker. Yes. That Joker was fucking yes. scary and cool. And then we got fucking joke Batman. Yeah. <laughs> we did a he can't bit. even move his head. He has to, like, he has I know. to like, turn his whole There's body. so many scenes <laughs> where he's just, like, like big puts it, just, like, yeah, I love and that he's got, he like, brings that up to. Here. I love that he brings that up to Fox. He's like, "Can you? I want to be able to move my head." And he's like, "Ah, uh, we'll work on that." No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not moving anywhere. Yeah, oh god, I feel like that was also a callback to like the '80s Batman's with Tim Burton, where they're just like. Yeah, the whole yeah, Michael Keaton version of that yeah. really was bad. Like, was just like so funny. And then the bat nipples. Oh my god. <sighs> that whole mo- oh. Anyway. Yeah. Marin will ride out the spell until it's until okay. it wears off. It'll last oh, for god. four hours, so. Four hours! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It lasts for one hour. I apologize. I was about to say, I thought it was only one hour. <laughs> yeah. I cast it at 10th level, so it like it just lasts forever. You're not quad casting. What's I wrong with you? I don't even think that's a thing that exists. Right. Uh, no, it goes playing. I've been playing Final Fantasy 15. Um, anyway. Unless you go to Epic uh, Anyway. Uh, you guys begin making your way uh, along the river. There's no real road on this side of the river. Um, so you can just follow the river as best you can and avoid washouts. Or do you guys want to move a little further away? Um... And we can follow the river. Okay. Uh, make yeah. me perception checks. Perception. Uh, am, I, am I still a, am I still a dragon or am I? Uh, yes. Yeah, so plus one with no plus seven for perception oh. as a dragon. Oh. Oh, and that was a net twenty. Nice. Uh, twenty-seven. Yep, well, okay. 27. All right. I see everything. Um, and you guys have dark vision and blind sight, so that's fun. I have blind sight? As a dragon. Oh, I'm not he a dragon anymore. It. Yeah, not you. But I do um, have dark vision. Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so you guys make your way along, escorted by a huge fucking uh, copper dragon. Well, not huge, but big. Um, you're you're a young copper dragon. You're not that big. I'm just going stomp, stomp, stomp. You're, you're goose stepping as a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so many people are terrified, but get the idea that you're not actually dangerous. It's so yeah. good. Um. But as you guys go along, the uh, as it gets later into the evening, a lot of people have stopped 
early to make camp because this is sort of an area that where nobody camps because it's the opposite side of the road. Um, you guys push on a little bit further, um, and eventually the the dragon thing does fade away. But I'm going to let your perception check stand. Mm. Um, and just as you're starting to thinking think about making camp, and you're starting to get into uh, deeper woods, uh, if I'm tracking this correctly, yes, you're in like the middle of the Bjorning woods. So you guys are getting what? 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 We're going into the woods. You're you've been in the woods, but you're in the uh, deeper part of the Bjorning woods, which is like old growth. So it's a little harder to move at speed through here. Um, but as you plan to make camp, uh, both of you guys notice a little curl of smoke coming up in the distance and a little bit of light through the trees. It doesn't, look, it, it doesn't look like a campfire. It's like static light or it's filtered through something. You don't know what it is. Oh, there's fairies in this one. Not a witch at all. Hmm. It's 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 like pale yellow okay. light. So. Well, it's not blue, so I feel a little bit better. Um, do we want to go check it out? Do we want to make our way over there? Making our way over to the woods. Over the, or light? Over to the woods. Do you want to? <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. We'll Should be. Can we, we sneak up on it? Yeah, we'll be sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the others uh, turn with you guys. <laughs> I thought you were just really acting there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have music going, and there's like a very distant, like, war cry, and I thought it was outside. Yes. Oh, God. I've had that happen on the, because I have the tabletop audio running for our stream, and there's a couple of them with thunder in them, and I'm always like, is it thundering in here, or is it thundering out there? Yeah. Uh, this this one was like somebody going, ah! and it was like, whoa. <laughs> is, it about, is it about to happen? Um, <laughs> no. It's happening. Uh, the purge has begun. <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys uh, start making your way toward this light filtering through the old gro- old growth. I know, I keep saying the phrase, but shut up. Uh... <laughs> God, I'm mean. Okay. <laughs> um, and eventually you actually come across a little trail cut through the underbrush. Uh, it looks like a hunting trail. You can see a mix uh, in the mud of like boot prints and dog paw prints. Um and you see every maybe like 50 feet or so along this trail, there's a little uh, like wooden pendulum hanging from a branch that actually marks the trail as you go along. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like these little almost spearhead shaped pendulums with a circle cut out of the center. Okay. Yeah. Um, are they- you guys being... What do they look familiar to me? Like, do I recognize them? Make a history check. Oh, that's gonna be a 14. They are familiar, but you don't remember what they are. (laughs) You you can at least assume that they are not 
Delmarig or Monomar. Mm-hmm. There's something skull. Um, <clears throat> but uh, following the trail, are you guys being sneaky or just walking? Sneak. Sneaky. 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 Sneaking up to the place in the woods. That was a 25 uh, for me. Stealth. That's gonna be 23. Alright. Hell yeah, we sneaky as fuck. Sneaky. Sneaky. Gotta be sneaky, Charlie. Sneaky. Gotta be sneaky, Charlie. <laughs> sneaky. Uh, um oh my god um, i'm sorry did you see the article about that person that they were like i can't remember who it was but they basically had like lost pretty much everything and like moved back to their parents and they made that video like just fucking around and then yeah and then it it. yeah yeah that warms my heart The fact that those got more ridiculous but stayed funny was I amazing to me. I don't know how someone managed that because those things are so nonsensical, but they're fucking <laughs> hilarious. But, uh, I think it's really the voices that do it. Yeah. Like less the content, more the delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, your stealth average for the group is pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah. Do you bring the horses? No. We leave the horses behind. Leave the horses. Sorry, Sinead. It's over. We'll, like, tie them to a tree or something. Yes. Okay. Tie the horses Um, to a tree. Not not by the reins. We will literally... No! We will put them hooves up against the tree (laughs) and, like, just wrap rope around them. Yes. So they're just, like... That's exactly what I meant. Yes. I definitely did not mean by the rain. <laughs> I would like to formally apologize for the state of the stream. This still isn't as bad as Pack Tactics. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not. But in that oh, one, God. I'm less self-conscious. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, you guys uh, continue your way down the path towards you don't know what at this point. Um and you start to uh, see the trees clearing away, like somebody's actually come through and cleared out, um, cleared out sections, cut down some trees, removed brush, um, and you start to see strung between trees are ropes and lines, on which are hanging like super super high up, like oh. out of reach, um, hanging. Some of them are hanging like laundry, like clothes. Some of them are hanging, drying meat, uh, drying herbs, all kinds of uh, goods just like hanging out to dry for uh, winter storage. Um, You do see a couple of them have probably been uh, pecked at by birds or uh, reached by maybe bears climbing trees. Uh, But for the most part, most of it's still uh, up there. Uh. And eventually you see this little cabin come into view where you see the weirdly static yellow light coming through the windows. Like you should you'd expect a flicker it's of like fire. Do I hear a water wheel or water a river? 
Uh, no, not here. Um, but with your perception check, you do hear a very distinctive hum nearby. They have a generator. How, well, how common is, like, electricity? Electricity almost doesn't exist in Amnoblin. But do we know, we know the concept of it, right? Oh, yes, like, yes. Yeah. Um, like, Moore's Rest had, in richer houses, had electricity. Okay. Um, but the state of the world right now, basically, you need to either live on a river or next to a coal mine to have electricity. How far away from the river are we at this point? Uh, far enough that... It doesn't make a lot of sense. Not, it's not coming from a... Uh, you didn't see any wires. You don't see any of that. But you do hear a hum. Is there any volcanic um, activity in the area? I was just about to say, you do hear nearby a quiet, like, Aha! Uh-huh. You like a spray of water. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. There are a lot of geysers in Amnoblin, like everywhere. Um, but in in that, you do also notice the smell, just like a light smell of sulfur. Um, and you do feel that in this area, it's a little warmer than it is anywhere else. Um, where snow is sticking to some of the trees beyond this home, you do notice in this concentrated area, there's no snow sticking at all. And the ground is warmer. Ooh. I turned to Kit and whispered, do we want to go knock on the door? I mean... Yes? Okay. Why not? Let's go. Okay. Uh, you head into the yard, approaching from the trail. Once you get out of the actual woods, there's a little, like, loose cobblestone path that someone has laid, actually leading up to the door. I mean, you see another trail going off in another direction, uh, probably westward. Um, and... You guys would be aware that the other fork of the river, uh, the Bear Claw Fork, is about a day and a half away from here. Um, you're in between the two rivers at the moment. Um, but at the front door, uh, with your stealth checks, it wouldn't have noticed you. Uh, you see a very, very large dark creature curled up in front of the front door. You can't tell what it is because it's sort of curled in on itself, but you do see very distinctive spines sticking off its back, like almost like quills. But this creature is about the size of like a young grizzly bear. Holy fuck, it's a porcupine from hell. <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't have a lot, only several along its spine. Uh, the rest is dark fur. Uh. Um, and you do, see, yeah, it's a, <laughs> you do see a very long, straight tail, like no no tufts of fur sticking out, like short fur. Um, but yeah, it's just laying there, apparently asleep, hasn't noticed you guys. Gonna tiptoe uh, very quietly around the bed. It, it's literally laying in front of the oh. front door. Uh, the cabinet itself has a moss-covered uh, earthen roof. Uh, the walls are made of 
full logs uh, set together, kind of like a Lincoln log style, where they cut the uh, cut the little slots. What are those? What are they yeah. called? The ducktail slots. No, it's not ducktail. They have a they have a word. I know I'm what sure you they mean. Do. <laughs> what, whatever it it does. The I, I know slots. it does. Yeah, the the fucking the the bah! the slots. The slots. Slots. <laughs> Look at all these slots. Slots. Oh, I need to know what this word is. I want to know what this dire pony <laughs> is. Notching. Yeah. Um. It's all what? Notching. Oh, notching. notching. Oh, yeah, because there's not. Okay. Yeah, take like a little square notch out of it. Uh, but uh, those those are all set together, and then the cracks are filled in with clay. Um, the entire front of the cabin is covered in hanging bones, basically like bones gotten from hunts, uh, antlers, just stuck to trees. Um, the yeah. the roof has a wooden part that hangs out over the front like small porch and there's like a hand-built chair sitting there um and you see like a, a little bronze metal bowl sitting there with a bunch of meat scraps in it oh. half eaten uh yeah i thought they had like oh, a tibetan like... singing bowl just sitting on the porch <laughs> uh what would you guys like to do so the dire pine is sitting in front of the pine door. <laughs> um, uh, it's sitting, it's not like against the door, but it's sitting on this small porch in front of it. I don't want to wake it up because it's probably going to eat us. Yeah. I don't want to pull the stickers out. Um... I could. Wait, do I have a. <clears throat> do I have Mage Hand? Let me see if I have Mage Hand. I definitely don't. I might have Mage Hand. No, I don't. I could cast Tidal Wave on the house. I do have Prestidigitation, but I don't think that. That just cleans things. Unless yeah. you have, like, Thaumaturgy. Uh. Prestidigitation it... is really only, like, sensory effects. It yeah. doesn't. Thaumaturgy does make sound. I don't know thaumaturgy. Um. Um. Yeah. Uh, none of my spells are. Uh. Can we? Excuse me. Don't eat that box. Thanks. <laughs> um. Can we? Uh. Climb trees. You and can then try. Call we... out. You can certainly try. I mean, I why know. don't we just stay on the ground and call it? Because that dire pine is going to eat you. I mean, who know? Who's to say that it can't climb up trees? If it's a dire pine, it can definitely climb trees. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, either way, this thing's going to wake up. Yeah. Probably. All right. We'll just be like, you hello. Excuse me. You have uh, excuse me, we come in peace. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me, okay. we come in peace. We come uh, in peace. We're not trying to disturb you or anything. We're just we saying hi. Murderers. 
the creature starts to stir. Okay. And you see it, like, twist itself a little bit to where you can see it has a very distinctive, like, hyena or, like, warg back with the high shoulders. Ah. Um, And it picks itself up. The spines are laying down. They're not, like, sticking up. Um, But uh, it stands up, and you can see it has this ridge of fur going along with the spines down its back. And it takes these huge, huge, like, oversized, uh, almost, like, bear-like paws and picks itself up with with just the strength of its chest. And you can see it has much shorter back legs um, and this huge neck that ends in a... somewhere between a canine and, like, an ursine head. Um, basically a bear dog. Like, like, take a bear and a wolf and put them together um, with these long, long saber-like fangs. Jesus. And it turns and looks at you guys, and you, you could see this, like, sharp-pointed nose just, like, sniffing the air. You get the idea that it can't see super well, because it's not looking at you, but it's sort of, like, sniffing in your direction. And it picks itself up... Um, and starts like lumbering toward you guys, just this big figure, just very quietly growling, like kind of searching. You can see that on its uh, front paws, it has really long, like mole-like claws. Oh, it's got banana and claws. Has banana claws. It's like the uh, the village. Uh, not that stupid. Um. <laughs> But it's like lumbering along toward you guys and you see the nose like flare. And you know how some moles have that like flower uh, nose? Like the nose almost flares forward a little bit like that, but then it lays back again. Um, And it starts walking up to you guys, sniffing around. Do you do do anything? (laughs) Do you try to stop it? I hold very still. And I Uh, continue to shout out, be like, hello! In uh, Marin, you do see beside you Ansem push the side of his coat back, like reaching toward his gun, not drawing, but like gunslinger ready stance. Uh-huh. I'm um, I'm kind of that way too, not like as much, but yeah. Um, but as it gets up to you guys, the top of this thing's shoulder stands probably as tall as Marin. Um, <laughs> Let me roll a random thing. Wow. That's a big fucking boy. That's a big boy. Damn, boy! Speaking of of Marin, speaking of, he is very thick. Like, with four C's. (laughs) Uh, He's got big old arms. No lower body strength, though. Nope. Small back end. Mm -hmm. Um... But as he comes up, you see this long tail kind of swishing back and forth, and he approaches Marin, um, just kind of snuffling all over you. You get this big wet nose in your face, oh. and it's just like, he like touches you with it, and the nose flares, and then he like keeps sniffing and sniffing. Oh, um, I'll reach up and give him a very tiny pet. Yeah, you you pat him, and he does that thing that dogs do, where he's just like, nom, nom. <laughs> and he just flops right down in front of you. Oh, I'll oh, give him a little okay. tummy rub. What is up with the Doctor Doolittle here in our? <laughs> I don't have really good animal handling too, so I don't know. It has nothing to do but... with your animal handling. Trust me. Oh, uh, 
But you guys do see behind him, the cabin door swings open, and you see a figure hunched down to look through the door, someone very, very tall and broad, like, to the point where they're, they look like they're too big for this cabin. Um... And they're just sort of looking out, silhouetted by the light behind them. You can see now that the light is coming from this glass orb hanging over the uh, center of the cabin. Um, and he's just looking out. And as your eyes sort of adjust to the, the light in the silhouette, you can see he has bear-like features. In fact... He is most certainly a bear. Poor buddy. He looks so mad. <laughs> Poor cat. Your breath stinks. You need to brush your teeth. <laughs> okay. Uh. But yes, a very distinctly bear man. Bear man. Man bear. <laughs> man bear man. And he's just looking out at you guys. Uh, I One hand is still rubbing the, the tummy and then the other one I'm like, oh, hi. Hello. And, Sorry. Uh, Marin wouldn't understand him as he starts to speak in Sunar. <laughs> um, but but basically, uh, yeah, Kit, you... You're the only one who really speaks it. Um, actually, no, yeah, you're the only one who speaks it. Ansem doesn't. Uh, you hear him basically say, What are you doing? Uh, Sorry. We just saw the light and we thought, You don't know what he's saying. Shush. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, we, we saw the light and we thought we'd investigate. Just curious. You don't want anything? Nope. Got everything we need. What is he saying? He's asking if we want anything. Oh. And he comes stepping out and he pulls himself up to his full height, which is like seven feet. Um, still, still way too big for this cabin. This cabin looks like it was built for small humans maybe like dwarves um and he sort of lumbers out toward you guys and says we don't normally get visitors he he switches to common mm. he says we don't normally get visitors what are you doing here uh we making our way downtown through the woods yeah. uh, into the woods uh we're going to Saldana. We were just passing through and the light was intriguing, intriguing so we mm -hmm. thought we would see what it was about. Your, your dog bear very, thing is really cute, by the way. This very suspicious look, but when you mention the creature, he's like, yeah, he's too friendly. <laughs> more scary. He's at this point the the creature is just like panting with his tongue lolling out. He's he's happy, happy boy. Um, but uh, hold on one second, I forgot the name of the thing. Um, 
Boop, boop. Beep, boop. Uh, so he, he then asks you guys, you didn't come looking for Willow? Uh, is that... Like the tree? No. Is that... Is that... This? Is that puppy? Here? You didn't come looking for her. Alright. Oh. Um, and he, he steps up and, like, pats the... Pats the dog bears thing uh, back. Um, says, most people come this way looking for a fortune teller. Oh. Fortune teller. Oh. Yes. Um. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not smiling because I'm like, I probably shouldn't ask about the fortune teller <laughs> because of that, but... <clears throat> Yeah, no, no, not looking for no, we're, we're just curious, is all. And he glances back toward the cabin, and then back toward you guys, and says, Well, it's late. Do you need a place to stay? I mean, we don't want to impose this looks, no, no offense or anything, but it looks a little small. We don't want to take up your whole... Please. Well, you're free to, if it's too small for you, you're free to pitch tents in the yard. Okay. It's at least warmer here than most places. That's true. Uh, so, I'll, what are you uh, doing out here? Taking care of my grandmother. Is that Willow? Yes. Mm. She's, uh, getting on in years has is, been for a long time is there a reason that people seek her out is she well she's a healer she's a seer she's a lot of things which kit in your culture there's a big difference between fortune tellers and seers to mm -hmm. your people fortune tellers are tricksters basically they're they're people who use things like tarot and uh any other form of like future seeing mm -hmm. um seers are druids they're a specific type of druid yeah. who actually have some magical access to future sight um and they're fairly rare because that level of power is not easily come across mm -hmm. and most of the people who can do it are specifically trained even raised to do it okay. so in other words a seer is another one of those important cultural people um also medicine people druids are pretty important as well um but this bear looks at you guys and says uh, go ahead and set up your camp if you want to. Uh, I'll, I'll make tea. And he heads back into the cabin. Should okay. we go get the horses? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Do we can send, them. send one or two people to go get the horses so that they don't, you know, like, 
Bull raises his hand. Oh, okay, have fun. Go get the horses. Good job. Okay. And he takes off. Okay, cool. But hopefully the horses and him don't get eaten. Um, as, as Bull goes trotting off back into the woods, the bear dog goes and follows him. Aww. Just this big, like, stumpy, just back. his back legs have to move faster than his front legs. That The, the bear dog is like... He's so sweet. He just let me pet him and give it, and then he was doing the like the little the little like leg thing when I found the spot. He's cute. He won't eat him. It's fine. Oh. Uh, I gotta be eaten. No. <laughs> yes. Help! I've been eaten. <laughs> Woe is me. Help. SOS. Yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll set up camp and talk to these people. Yeah. Alright. You guys set up your camp, and by the time you're done, the bear dude comes back outside uh, with a little, like, tray of, compared to him, adorably small tea set. (laughs) It's like an old, old, like, a white porcelain with, like, the willow... Wow, uh, with the willow carvings, like the blue uh, ink uh, yeah. glaze. Um, those are actually called willow. I did not realize that. Uh, but anyway, uh, he brings that out. It's just comically small in his hands and just sets it down uh, near you guys' like, fire that you've built. And uh, you see trailing behind him at a snail's pace is a much, much smaller figure very hunched over, covered in like a shawl with a little uh, with a hat with like ear flaps and just scooting along with a little cane that's made of gnarled wood. She looks oddly familiar. Oh no. To who? To the old crone that you saw on Uh the road. Yeah. I was gonna ask actually. Oh my god. Oh my god. uh, You hear... Oh, it's you again. Welcome, oh, my darlings. Oh, hello. Hi. Wow. She, she just shuffles her way up. And you have no idea how she knows it's you. She's blind. Um, but she just shuffles up and, like, sits herself down on, like, a, a cut log. And takes her shawl and, like, puts it about her and... So it's been a couple weeks, right, yes. since we saw her? Yeah. There's no way she could have been so here. Just like, do you just wander about the country? I'm I asking don't know her. what you mean. Well, I've met you before. Yeah, we, oh, we, no. we saw you a few weeks ago, and I don't think that you got here that fast. She just smiles. Uh, Only a couple of teeth left. <laughs> uh, did were you the one that left the platinum on the side of the road? Did you find a reward for your kindness? You sure did. That's lovely. Blessings of the evening star, indeed. Oh God! Uh, you can see the bear kind of roll his eyes. When old people get bored, they just start fucking with magic to mess with people. 
Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> At least Sears. Mm -hmm. But And uh, you hear the bear go, Grandma, you can't be doing that anymore. And she just sort of like waves him away. She's like, oh, don't worry about it, darling. It's fine. <laughs> well, thank you. That was very kind of you. But Oh, fuck. I just realized I named her Grandmother Willow. <laughs> wow. Like her name's just Willow, but I realized that it's she's grandma. grandma. I'm <laughs> sensing Grandmother a theme Willow. for this episode. Uh, it's just going to be called Willow. Yeah. Maybe next we could give a halfling a baby to like run around with who does magic. I don't understand that. Yeah, reference. I don't know. Oh, the movie Willow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that movie, oh, but. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we don't really, we didn't really need the money. So, I mean, if you, if you all need that money, we can, we can always give it back. Mm -hmm. I, I feel bad. Uh, the bear says, we don't really use money here. Uh, uh in fact, a lot of Amnoblin doesn't use money so if it helps you it's better in your hands but he looks toward her again and says she really shouldn't be wandering off that far but she insists how <laughs> what how did you cover that much distance that fast I have my weeds. I fucking knew it. I don't know why I even asked. <laughs> it's because that's the only phrase I could come up with. Oh. Swear I'm not copying Matt Mercer. I swear. Oh, this lady has been here for years. Um, uh, uh, okay. Is there weeds? Is there a reason that you? go that far? Just, are you... Oh, I already told you, darling. I'm following the evening star. Oh, okay. So it's just sunnier farther south? Well, it is getting to winter. Yeah. Soon okay. there'll be no sun at all. Then where will you go? Everywhere. Lady gives me the creeps. Yeah, good. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but the bear, you could see him smiling, and he's like, I, I know she's cryptic and kind of weird. That's she's got uh, quite an arsenal at her disposal. She, she's been going on these uh, pilgrimages to follow the sun for most of her life and she won't stop even though she's too old to be doing it anymore huh uh your grandson said that you were a seer more or less well you know what I mean by yeah not I 
Are you going where I think you're going with that? Well, no, she's blind. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what I thought. Thank you for getting the joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, well, not literally, but <laughs> she's a she's a seer that fills a very distinct fantasy trope that you can see better when you can't actually see. That is not quite it, but yeah. I've always loved the trope of the blind seer. You can see the unseen as long as you can't see. There, she traded her eyesight for knowledge. I think she's also. I think she's just old. That could be true. <laughs> but uh, uh, now I forgot what I was going to ask. Um, what sort of things can you see? What do you want to see? Oh no. Um oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I look Barmos along the Eiffelon River. It's the only reason um, I know what that river's called is because that woman said the word Eiffelon and I was like, <laughs> that's a great word. Especially yeah. with that voice. Uh I look up at her grandson. And I'm just like, oh, well, I don't, I, I know you don't really want people seeking her out to. Well, it's different when she offers. Oh. Okay. It's, there's a lot of folk who come looking for her out of desperation. And there's nothing you can really tell most people, except that things are the way they are, and you make your own future. But sometimes she has things to offer without being asked. Uh, I'll look back at her then and say, well, we're going to tell Dunost to... I uh, know. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we're trying to find some answers there for, uh, illness, sort of, that I have. She I is guess. focused on you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's anything that you can tell me about that. she sort of turns her face down toward this teacup in her hands and her hands are, have this very distinctive shake to them. Um, and you can see her starting to sort of swirl the tea in her hands just thoughtfully, not like she's looking in to read the tea leaves or anything. That's stupid. Um, it's the <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Professor Trelawney. Um, Beyond. The Grim. Beyond. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, fucking Emma Thompson killed it She's in so that role. Oh, she kills it in every role. That <laughs> entire movie series was so perfectly cast. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Because um, that's a hot button thing. We're not gonna. We're not going to do that. Uh, but uh, she's just sort of thoughtfully swirling her tea around and she says 
You're looking for the one who takes your free will away. Yeah. Who threatens the people you love. You'll find them there. Uh-oh. You, like, the person will be there? Yes. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're here too. You can ask. But do you know who it is? I'm afraid I don't deal in names. Do you know what they look like? I'm not that kind of seer. <laughs> okay. Um. In other words, she's always been blind. She doesn't know how to tell well, you what anything looks like. Okay. Um, doesn't know a name. Can't see anything. Uh, Asking a blind person to describe something to you. Jesus. <laughs> she's a seer. She could... Maybe see a it in seer. her mind's eye. A seer, also known as an oracle, mm -hmm. doesn't mean they see things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to think. Do you know what they do? Like, what their occupation is? What or they sound like? What they sound like, or who they might be involved with, like, closely, intimately? Their work wasn't their choice. They don't want this. But they must. And you do notice the shake in her voice has started to go away. Uh-oh. Uh-oh what? I don't know. Shaking her voice is going oh, away. No, it, it sounded like uh oh is an uh oh. There goes Taylor. Um, oh no. No. Okay. Okay. They may yet be redeemable. Okay. Don't help me roll. Uh. Um, okay. How will we know it's them? Watch the people who walk by you in the streets. Watch those who stare a little too long. You'll know it by the look on their faces. They will know Marin. Cannot tell you more. No, that's that's fine. Um, but you will find them. In fact, it may be that they will find you. And what happens then? That's up to you. And you kind of see her shoulders and her back sag a little bit. And you see the bear reach down and, like, take hold of her and be like, 
All right, that's enough for today. And he actually scoops her up, and she just falls asleep immediately. Oh. Yeah, I had more than I wanted to ask. <laughs> uh, and you hear Silas say, well, that was disturbing. Yeah, you think? But informative. It was slightly. So, so a cultist who doesn't want to be a cultist? I mean, that could be that sun elf that we think it is. She, She's an admiral. But and if she's supporting my mother, then... Maybe she's she doing it to prosper... Who? What? What nation was it that she works with? Uh, the the Sun Elf is from a uh, well, a Sun Elf kingdom in Caladras. I believe I don't know if I said the name, but uh, from the kingdom of Othedriel. Othedriel. Okay. I'll uh, put that in chat for you. It's weird to spell. Okay. What if she struck up a deal with your mother so that arbiters would stop attacking her ships? And stop attacking Caldras, and she just got in too deep. I don't think so. The it's Harris and Harris and a no number of the Sun Elf kingdoms have been on and off at war for hundreds of years since before the calamity. The Arbiters don't get involved in that. We've never gotten involved in open warfare. It's not profitable. I'm starting to think it's someone we maybe don't even know about. That seems more likely. Um, and Ansem speaks up and says... It is difficult to keep a uh, high-profile person, a, a puppeteer, secret. Everyone would expect people like Kyla or Avela. Everyone would expect a white cloak. Maybe even some of the gray cloaks, but no one would expect an underling. I guess not. So we need to maybe still keep an eye on the higher-ups, but also be aware that there are people in the Heidelin cults. Many, in fact, in my experience, who were given to it by their parents, grew up in it, and have no way out. It's not all evil necromancers. Some people are there because they had no other choice or because it was the only way they could survive. And now they're stuck. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just... Uh, I thought we were starting to put pieces together and now it's just totally something, someone else. So. Well, I don't know what pieces you have, but... The cult is starting to wise up a little bit, 
about how they do these things. My husband, Ethane, he... I know who he's attached to. He's attached to Kyla Arvela herself. It's been proven. Oh. But people like him, people that other chasers from the Guild of the Gate have chased down, they've been attached to nobodies. Even very, very powerful walkers have been attached to young black cloaks. People who mean nothing to the cult. And I think the point of it is to trap the black cloaks, the, the younger and more promising who maybe want to get out. It's to trap them in. Because as long as they're a puppet master, the cult basically knows how to find them as long as they can find the puppet. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Even, even Jude. Jude was attached to a nobody. Mm -hmm. uh, Is there a way to remove the tether without killing the puppeteer? And without killing him? Uh, as far as we know. There, the puppeteer doesn't have to die, but it's difficult. Uh, they basically have to do the reverse of the ritual, which I don't know what the, I don't know how that's detailed, but. Well, and from what I remember, Kyla was the one who did it. We would have to, we'd have to get someone powerful involved in that. We don't and... have enough detail about how it's done or who can do it. Yeah. Puppeteers are always more powerful people. Even these black cloak nobodies, they they have an aptitude for magic, oh. which is why the cult wants to keep them and lock them in. But. I, I just, we don't know the details. The, the cult has been immensely secretive about it. It's how they've held on to their walkers and their puppeteers. Great. Well, I guess there's not much we can do until we get there mm -hmm. and look for someone in the street who looks like they know me. It will probably be someone who was there when either you were killed or some of the memories that you have. Uh, not killed. Uh, yeah, I was about to say what? <laughs> uh, ritualized. Whatever. They brought Redner and Flynn back, back from the dead and it's them. No. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, well, because as far as I can remember, DM, I... The, the people who were there were 
Kyla. Edna, Kyla. Yeah. Um, the Sun Elf. The Sun Elf, yeah, the Admiral. Um, there was uh, an older man with a gray beard, shaved head. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, was before, I thought. That was, like, right before... That was when I was still dead. I think we identified oh. him anyway. Yeah, and he died before... Yeah, he's dead. ...my resurrection. Yeah, he, he's dead. Okay. Um, you do remember other faces, but you have no names or details to connect oh. them to. There were other people there. Okay. Um, but they're kind of blurry because they don't mean anything to you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Weave in the puzzle. Yeah. Weave in the puzzle. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, we at least know that they're in Tildonost, so that's something. Right. I'm hoping, but also not hoping that Ithane is there. I hope so, too. But I'm afraid of what he'll do if... If his puppeteer... If Kyla decides it's a perfect chance to get back at me. Well, from what I've heard, she's... She's probably not there anymore. Likely not, but if he's there, she'll know. That's true. I've, um, I've been something of a thorn in the side of the cult for 50 years now. A long time. Ithane even longer. I and many of our friends, Ellen Estelle, Vosner, Lysander, Jessa, we've all been a problem for them for basically as long as we've all been friends and the longer lived of us are still a problem such as myself. Well, you're helping us out. So anything that they try and do to you or a thing will, will make sure that they don't hurt you guys. Anymore. I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't know if you're going to be able to help it. Well, we'll try. And I'll do the same for you. That's, um... I think I need sleep. And he sort of picks himself up and goes to his tent. Um, the bear does come back and, like, brings you guys more tea and, like, a tray of food if you want to snack while you're on watch, but he goes back into the cabin and shuts off the lights and goes to bed for the night. Uh, the big uh, quill bear dog uh, chills out with you guys. No. Alright. Anything else you guys want to do while you're in this particular area? No. No. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, uh, in the morning, because 
Nothing's going to happen here. This is a protected area. Um, you guys do notice through the night that you do hear the geyser go off every so often, about once an hour. Um, in the morning, the whole area is just covered in a thick mist, just because of the cold of the air mixed with the heat of the geyser and this whatever hot water river underneath you guys. Um, you managed to say pretty uh, warm through the night because the ground itself is warm. Um, but in the morning, the uh, cabin is uh, the cabin is lit up again, and you see the bear moving around like chopping wood for for a fire, um, just doing his usual stuff. And you see the old woman sitting out in that little uh, handmade chair on the porch, rocking chair, just rocking back and forth with the big uh, Quill bear dog next to her. Um, and the, the bear does come to you guys and actually points you toward where the geyser is and tells you that there are hot springs around it in case you want to grab a, a nice relaxing bath before you that go. That would be fun. Everybody get naked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to be perfectly honest, depending on you guys' preferences, there are bathhouses in most major cities. You've probably seen each other naked at some point. Yeah. Probably. We're on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and there go- are a lot of bathhouses in, in Noble <laughs> Uh, I go to Kit in the morning and just kind of whisper lowly, like, I, I kind of took over the conversation last night. If you have anything you want to ask her, now looks like now's the time. I, I might ask her something. Didn't want to take up all of the the precognition, I guess. That's no, okay. <laughs> Silas and I... And maybe everybody else, I don't know. We're gonna go take a bath in those hot springs because that sounds amazing. Okay. Well, maybe I'll sit here and talk for a minute and I'll join you guys later. Okay. Take your time. Which, by the way, the moment the bear mentioned the hot springs, bull was off. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> He's like, okay, it takes off. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll, walk, I'll walk off and drag Silas along with. I mean, you don't have to drag him. I know, I know. He's never seen a hot spring in his life. He's excited. <laughs> Poor indoor boy. He's never seen any of this shit. Every, every new type of tree you pass, he's like, what is that? Like, ooh. Um, he's gotta take... That he's uh, gotta take, like, a leaf and put it, press it into his, like, leaf. He is doing Oh my he's, god! He's, like a yasha in like pressing occasional like plants and leaves. That's so cute. Um, and you've actually caught him drawing in his journal, like not gesture drawing, but yeah. like 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 Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption drawing. Like every time he sees something new, he just does a little sketch of it, and he's surprisingly very good. Aww, you can draw. I mean, what else do you learn to do when you're locked in your room alone for the t- first ten years of your life? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah and then some uh, but yeah you guys make your way off toward this hot spring and um, you basically just follow the mist as it just gets thicker and thicker and thicker um, until eventually it kind of evens out a little bit where the air around the place is hot enough that it's not 
like super bad. Um, you do see like occasional raindrops come through. It seems uh, like a very cold rain has started, but it's it's warm enough here. It's not like scalding, but it's warm enough here that by the time the rain hits the ground, it's warm. Um, so it's it's pretty nice actually, and it's only a very light shower. Uh, you guys make your way there. You see Bull already there, naked, just floating around. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of fur, so you can't He's usually naked water. anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's usually naked. Yeah. Uh, and you do see Ansem is already there. Um, he still has, like, a like a kind of a shirt and, like, shorts, but he doesn't get completely naked. And mm-hmm. he's just chilling in one of the pools um you do see uh that uh he's keeping his clockwork arm out of the pool gee i can't imagine why (laughs) well not that it's not waterproof it's just that there are some places where it's hard to get the water out of in that thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so just have stacked water in your arm um but yeah, you get there with Silas, and Silas is just looking around at these gorgeous, um, these gorgeous pools that, as they come down from the very smooth edges, they turn like gradient different colors as they drift down. It, again, a very light smell of sulfur, but like not enough to be concerned about. Um, and you do see not too far away this central gigantic pool where the geyser is just slowly bubbling up from. It'll probably mm-hmm. Go off within the next few minutes or so. Oh wow! Uh, very, very Iceland. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Silas uh, starts pulling off his stuff and wades into the water and just kind of chills. Yeah, I'll take off most of my clothes, mm-hmm. but I think I'll like once I'm under the water, then I'll take off the rest of them. Okay. And then, yeah. Silas has no such shame. Yeah, I know he does. <laughs> I'm also the only like woman on yeah, this trip, yeah, so that's part of it is that he's a guy and there's other guys. Yeah, bothered, but yeah, a uh, kid. Mm-hmm. Which do you win? I want to go talk to Grandmother Willow. Okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> let's take a break there because it's almost seven, mm-hmm. and I usually do breaks late because I get onto stuff. Uh, we'll be back in like 10 minutes, so like 7.09. Okay. Alright. Okay. See you guys in a few minutes. Yeah. See ya. Bye. I said that. So, hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Who boy, I ate that too fast. Yeah, um, you were you were screaming through that fried rice you were eating. Uh, it wasn't fried rice. Oh, I don't know what it was. I'm eating fried rice. Um, I just scarfed pizza. It has now become a tradition for me to order Chinese during the day on Saturday so that oh. when I, yeah, later on at night, I can just heat oh, it up really fast. That sounds like a good idea. What were you um, eating, Taylor? Um, so, my favorite, like, staple meal, something that's really easy and I'm always game for, it, even when I don't feel like eating, which happens a lot, um, is just like good white rice uh either broccoli or brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, usually steamed and then uh, fried just a tiny bit in sesame oil. And then uh, rosemary uh, and soy sauce with chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then, chicken and rice. Yeah. Chicken and rice, yeah. Yeah. We but, had a lot of that growing up. Yeah, it, it was just, we did, didn't we? Yeah, no, I really love it too. Like chicken, broccoli, and rice, like even with just like butter and salt and pepper is really, really good. It, it is. And it like, mm-hmm. it like hits all the, all the food groups yeah. and it starches, vegetables, protein, got it all. It's, yeah, it's pretty filling. <laughs> and I mean, I add rosemary to mine because... You know, I don't want to be just straight up white person. Yeah. I'm a white person with a little bit of class. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I also just made a uh, freshly ground some coffee because the stuff that I had before I ran out of. And so my entire apartment smells amazing. Nice. <laughs> this mocha is wonderful. I'm going to make chicken, broccoli, and rice tomorrow now. Mm. I already. Yeah, I make um, sorry, I didn't mean no, to interrupt okay. you. I'm making avocado sushi for lunch tomorrow to use up the rest of my sushi oh. rice, so. <sighs> I wish I had the, the gumption to actually make cool stuff. Uh, it's so easy. Um, I, I just don't, I don't bother, because uh, <laughs> you don't have to work super hard to get something that tastes good. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm worried about, is stuff tasting good. Oh. Um, but no, whenever I make this stuff... I usually make like five like sandwich Tupperware bowls full, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like a serving each, and then I just have that for lunch or whenever I just don't feel like cooking or humaning. Yeah, uh, totally. Get so that. I can just grab it out of the fridge and be like, "This tastes good, and I won't die." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I have overpurchased groceries recently, so my freezer is too full to like cook ahead. So yeah. I'm just like frantically trying to eat everything before it goes bad. Yeah, I I don't cook that far ahead. I only do like a few days, but um, so everything can be re- refrigerated. But most of the stuff I make tends to taste better after it's had a while to like sit and yeah yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I also cannot find a single. Speaking of pizza, I cannot find a single place in this fucking town that makes gluten-free pizza that is any good uh there aren't any no i know that now yeah i tried uh i tried palermo uh, oh that's who i was gonna recommend but they're gluten-free it's they, not very good mm. oh it's it's cardboard mm. out of a box i Can buy even- i buy frozen pizza crust the udi's frozen pizza crust and just make my own um to find those there, you can get them at the store usually, but they, um, the one pizza place that makes really, really good gluten-free stuff is Aubrey's, and we don't have one. Yeah. Oh, they have one up in Marquette. Yeah, I've actually eaten at that one. Uh, I never ate there then, yeah. because I just, no. I I'm ate fucking... there this summer, and I had them make a gluten-free cheese bread and a gluten-free pizza, and I literally, I took one bite. And it was really, really good. And I put it down and I called the waitress over and I was like, are you sure this is gluten free? Like, and she was like, it tastes really good, doesn't it? I was like, yeah, I'm not. This tastes like real pizza. Like, I don't trust this. And 
She was like, no, it's gluten-free. She's like, I triple-checked for you. And it was. So, I yeah. It was really, really good. And it's fluffy. It's not like all the thin crust shit that you get everywhere else. Yeah. Um, but no, the fucking Palermo charges eighteen dollars mm-hmm. for a gluten free pizza this big. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like usually dude, this crust can't cost you any more than like fifty cents well, to buy it. They you right. can so they use the same crust that you can buy from Udi. They just like yeah. buy them from Gordon Foods so they get them cheaper. And yeah. uh even the Udi crust, you get a two pack for like four bucks. So yeah, even they buying have, them retail is cheaper than like they have giant pizzas too. Like you can get like a twenty inch pizza for like twenty bucks yeah. or something from them. So it's like it can't possibly it's not charge they're overcharging much. for it because they have to ship it in frozen pre made. Yeah. Eighteen dollars for a personal size it's lame. Like yeah. one topping gluten free pizza that couldn't have cost them more than like 70 cents to actually make mm-hmm. like yeah. just wholesale price mm-hmm. it was bad um yeah. but uh yeah everything everything i wanted from there was like either they didn't have a gluten-free option or it was way too fucking expensive yeah. you uh, know what i but, i need to go to yeah. papa C, not papa C's. um where was the papa pl- no what was the place that you worked yeah. at taylor uh fucking bc pizza yeah bc actually makes really good subs with gluten-free so i need to go there again did we yeah they did they actually used the gluten-free crust to make the subs but somehow because of the way they cooked it it was like softer and like not as weird and i loved them they were delicious it was like a giant blt taco delicious. Well, I know, I know they ship in the gluten-free crust yeah, frozen. They, do. they don't make it, yeah. but I, I don't know. I never tried it because I didn't know that I shouldn't eat bread at that point. That's true. Um, <clears throat> but um, no, my current favorite pizza, uh, gluten-free, is I mentioned this to you guys before. Is the Sonoma flatbread pizzas? Mm-hmm. Even though they do have like a thin crust, the crust is like. It's a perfect balance of, like, that savory, like, bread flavor that everybody loves with just a little hint of sweetness to it. And when you cook it in an oven, regardless of how, it doesn't end up all floppy and gross like most frozen pizzas. It actually ends up crispy, which is nice. (laughs) I can demolish three of those, but I don't. That every time I make one of the little gluten-free pizzas, I'm like, I am only going to eat half of this. And then I eat the whole thing. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Yeah, make another one. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's it for today. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. hello, welcome to the D&D stream. Yeah, welcome to the gluten-free podcast. Where we talk about, yeah, where we talk about eating gluten-free. I have tried eating more vegetarian stuff lately, though. That's been Oh, I'll have to give you a recipe. I make vegetarian chicken nuggets well i'm uh sorry again we're gonna be stuck on food here but i love food um what i've been doing is one of my favorite things to make is just really basic quesadillas Mm -hmm. because they're just fucking tasty um but i do the same like chicken 
uh, with a little bit of soy sauce, rosemary, I usually marinate it. Um, and then cook that up and then put it into the quesadilla with like a fuckload of cheese. Mm-hmm. Because that's the best quesadilla. It's a very simple one. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then I have this... Uh, it was entirely an accident. My grocery delivery person picked out the wrong uh, taco sauce. They delivered me like a, like I think it's like a taco truck style like uh, verde verde sauce. Verde. I don't know. It would be green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it's and verde. it's like I know that type of sauce is typically more mild, mm-hmm. but god fuck is it good yeah <laughs> it's like it makes up for the lack of, i don't like heat anyway but it makes up for the lack of heat with really good flavor uh, salsa verde is typically made with tomatillos yeah so it's they're, really, they're really a little good. more a little more mild i guess on the and they're not spicy tomatillos aren't spicy. um this this has like a tiny like pepper hit to it but mm-hmm. nothing crazy yeah but like that's one of my favorite things to make, oh. but I tried making it um, vegetarian with um, uh, peppers mm-hmm. to replace the like bell peppers to replace the meat. That ended up really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, if you use mushrooms instead of meat, that's usually pretty good too. I prefer to use mushrooms with meat oh, because okay. umami. Yeah. Uh, I... Such a. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm such a slut for mushrooms. Me too. I fucking love mushrooms. I don't have any at this very moment, but typically I have like like four things of mushrooms in the fridge, like fresh mushrooms, and then a fucking stack of canned mushrooms because those are good to use anywhere. I I have actually eaten like canned mushrooms as a snack. I may have done that once or twice too. Out of sheer desperation. I like them! Oh, <laughs> they taste my really good! Fucking God. Listen, when you're in college and all you could afford was a 49 cent can of mushrooms and it's 4 a.m. You and buy seven packs of ramen for 49 cents. You but I couldn't. No, I couldn't make it because they didn't allow like hot plates and there was you didn't have access to a kitchen outside of like oh. normal hours. Well, I literally couldn't. Well, what I usually ended up doing with ramen was I have my electric kettle mm-hmm. was I would just boil the water in there and like put it in a, a bowl and cover it like really tightly. Yeah. yeah. And that usually was good enough. Yeah. But sometimes I got slightly tough ramen. I have no excuse. I just like mushrooms. Speaking uh, of ramen, I made so I've been watching Flavorful Origins on Netflix which Mm -hmm. is like all about different Chinese provinces and the foods that they make there. It's fucking beautiful. You will want Mm -hmm. to cook your ass off or eat, probably eat, but it makes me really, really want to cook. And so much so that I paid $24 for eight pounds of buckwheat flour to like (laughs) give it a try because I can eat buckwheat. Um, So there's this, this like starchy, like gelatinous material they make called gua gua and they basically eat it for breakfast and they like put savory stuff on it and it's i don't know how to describe it it's like uh it's almost got like a tofu texture but it's got a lot more starch to it so it's uh more gelatinous 
and that like sticky. They boil it until it's really, really sticky to the point where you can like take it out and like flop it on the counter kind of thing. And it doesn't like move. Um, but I was watching that and I made my own version of like Chinese beef noodles. And I bought a package of Thai chili peppers. And I was like, I'm really, really white. So I'm going to take <laughs> all the seeds out of this one dry pepper that's fucking this big. Mm. I'm going to take all the seeds out and I'm going to chop it up. And I'm going to eat half of it. So the first time I made it, I did half of one. And I was like, oh, it was just like a touch of heat. It was perfect. I can handle a whole pepper. So... It was a half versus a whole. It wasn't much of a difference. Right. I still took all the seeds out. Right, it's though. the same size pepper, and I fucking made it, and I was like, <laughs> like I'm gonna fucking die. Oh my god. I still managed to eat half of the soup before I gave up. But I was like, it was like every bite. I was like, oh, this hurts so good. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it tasted yeah. so good, but it hurt so bad. And like, I, but like, yeah, so now I have this socket jar full of all these chili peppers I'm gonna have to fucking use over the next 25 years yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought the smallest bag they had it's like two ounces of chili peppers and I I will never yeah, go through them too all. Much. Yeah. yeah well it was either that or like a five pound fucking sack of these things and I was like God. there's no yeah. goddamn yeah. way white person amount everybody else yeah they're like mm-hmm. white person people actually from Thailand and yes. I was like, no, no, nope, nope, I'm going to take the little white Pearson one that's in like a mm-hmm. little tiny bag. White Pearson. White Pearson. Uh, but <laughs> no yeah. So I actually um, went to the Asian market that I want to take you to again. Hey, God, I want to go so bad, but I'm so paranoid. Actually, there were like three people there. So, and I, I don't care. Everybody I know has either come in contact with it or gotten it, no. and I'm not okay. I need to eat i need to cook because i have literally nothing else to do so all right so i need to admit something Uh that i'm kind of ashamed of mostly because you're my brother um i have been eating a lot of minute rice instead of normal rice (laughs) (laughs) i knew that was gonna be the reaction are Um, you okay um, I'm mostly, mostly I had minute rice as like, I'm on lunch from work, let's make rice super fast so I can eat. And then I just ended up using only that, and I'm like really ashamed of myself. Um, but the reason, I, I, okay, so <laughs> currently, there's a limit on how much you can actually buy. Uh, like, store, some stores won't let you walk out with like more than one or two small boxes. Yeah. And so, like, I actually need to go get, like, a huge thing of good rice. I need, like, I need, like, a flour sack of rice. Because I go through it like a mad person. Do you have a rice cooker? No. Mm. Can I Amazon you one? If you know of a good one that's small. Yeah, they're, like, super, super cheap. They just work. I... And then you can just Listen, make real rice. I'm sorry. All right. I'm I have grossly I disappointed. Have, I have repented <laughs> to the gods. I currently have. Did the an meal you just bag. eat have minute rice in it? Yes, sadly. 
Um, but I am out of minute rice now, and I'm not gonna buy any more. <laughs> I have actual, like, you need to cook it normal rice now, but not very much. I'm really sorry. That's gross. I know, it, it really is not that good. Like, it's it's okay in a pinch if you're going to use it in something else. It's okay but if in rice, a pinch if you are literally living in a box. I kind of am. Um, but no, I... It's useful for stuff where rice is not the focus. No. But if, like, you eat rice all the time, it's not, it's not good. No. God, is it convenient, though, but it's not It's not good. even, like... No. I know! I understand. It's, like, even more expensive. It's worse. I know! It's pre-cooked dried rice. Parboiled dry rice. No, it's not even parboiled. It's fully cooked and dried. Parboiled, you actually have to cook for, like, 20 minutes. I can cook raw rice in less than 20 minutes. <laughs> we should play D&D. <laughs> Listen... I know it's been 20 minutes, right? <laughs> but food is important. So I was actually going to ask something. Anybody who actually watches this shit, do you actually <laughs> like us talking about this stuff? And if you do, would you be interested in a podcast if we have extra time? Because oh <laughs> clearly we want to talk and we don't do it enough otherwise. Well, I mean, we do do it like after too like we talk for hours after we oh start sometimes so. we'll end at nine o'clock and we won't go to bed till one yeah. yeah like last week yes yeah but like it wouldn't be like scheduled it would just be something that happens spontaneous podcast oh, there's a yes what? in the chat oh, oh really yeah someone's watching Ooh. us yes. hello aria hello Hi, Aria. Hi. I'm suddenly really embarrassed. Oh, good. <laughs> let's <laughs> look at the ending. All right. Yeah, let's stop talking about rice. <laughs> um, so, where the fuck were we? I'm uh, talking to Grandmother Willow. Talk to Grandmother Willow. Accidental Grandmother Willow. Yes. I'm naked, and he's talking to Grandma. Yeah. You're most naked, naked Grandma. Naked Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Hi. Hi Aria. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna close that now. Um but yes, uh Kit. Yes. You're you're still back at your camp as uh I you guys have probably already torn everything down before you get ready to go. Who are they gonna make uh, it out? <gasps> They made oh, it. did the U the, the U haul made it? it. Yeah, Sorry. it only took like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh no, they were they were loading it up. That's why I kept jumping. Oh, okay. No distractions. No distractions. We just talked for twenty yeah. minutes about bad rice. Um, about your poor life decisions is what we talked about. Shut up. I needed something quick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll look in the mail for the for the rice cooker. Yeah. Oh. What would you like to say to accidental grandmother Willow? I would like to walk up to her and be like, I keep having this dream about an arrow that spins around and around oh and then God. stops suddenly. 
Um, the Alarn Adventuring Company has been cancelled for all further reviews. Uh, thank you for joining us. As I'm doing, as I'm, infringement. as I'm explaining that, I'm like scratching my raccoon. Is that a euphemism? No, it's actually a raccoon. And there's a hummingbird somewhere. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, I guess I'm just gonna, <clears throat> like, walk up to her and be like, uh, your dog. Yeah, like, can I talk to you for a minute? You've already started. I'm asking permission to be nice. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I what do you know about the Heidelin staves? Everyone knows about the Heidelin staves. What if I told you I know where a couple of them are? I wouldn't be surprised. Do you Is there anybody close by like listening? Uh, the only person really nearby is the uh, the bear dude who mm-hmm. you guys never asked his name. Gotcha. Um, to be fair, That's he true. never asked your name. That's either. true. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> none of you asked anybody's names, but no, he's just moving around, like carrying uh, firewood. And, he's moving yeah. around. I thought you said mooing around. around. He's just moving around. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like Jesse. Anyway. So, um, do you know the goose? She, she stops. She's been, like, rocking. That's why I've been doing this. She's been rocking in her chair. Um, she stops and she's like, I'm not sure. So, I met a goose that I'm pretty sure is a Demigod. What a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and I convinced him to eat one of the Heidelin steaks. Her blind eyes get wide. He's doing really well. I could ask him to go get another. And- I- don't know what to say to that. Oh, I just wondered if maybe you thought it was a good idea or not. I'm kind of spitballing here. I'm just not sure what to do. Disturbed by this news. It's hard to surprise a seer. Gonna have to work on that site. Uh, yeah. So, I just wondered if you had any thoughts about that. If not, it's cool. I'll figure it out. He he ate the Ordenhide, so he could go get the Knight Staff that I can't remember the name of. Um, the Gala. Galahide. He could go get that one, and they would remain inert together. But they would still be together. But this creature is powerful, you see. Yeah but not powerful enough to resist the effects of the staff. 
few are. Yeah, I know. Well, the fewer that are in reach of the Hydaelyn cult, the better. You would be taking the last one away from them. Is this something you'll risk? I don't know if I should or not. I can't advise you on that one. I see nothing. Okay. I just thought I'd ask. Well, I'm gonna go take a bath. Okay. Yeah. Bye, Gma Willow. Gma. Okay. Gma. Yeah. With the W. Um, Gmall. All right, so, uh, hello, sir. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, Kit makes his way to the, uh, don't say it, uh, to the, <laughs> to the spring. <laughs> I fucking, God, I have never gone from really actually liking a song to really <laughs> hating a song so quickly as that song. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Um, but Kit makes makes his way over to the uh, springs and joins you guys in whatever level of nakedness he prefers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to describe how naked you are? Or? Do you need me to? <laughs> no. Okay. I imagine I'm like weirdly fuzzy because of the dog thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just a thin down layer of Yeah. It's not a happy trail, it's like it's like a happy highway. <laughs> and it goes all the way up to like the my bottom of my sternum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good good dusting of chest hair. There's a lot yeah. of it. It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yep. Cool. We do the bath. I doggy paddle. <laughs> Marin just falls asleep for like, like half puppies. a second. Like those puppies that you hold over like a glass it, of water. Yeah. They don't do the full motion. They just do one pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's adorable. Um, but yeah, you guys. Uh, Relax for a while before heading back out. Um, just for the sake of brevity, uh, you eventually switch back over to the other side of the river. You do find a bridge uh, further down. Can we burn it? And uh, that is up to you. When we get there, burn that bridge when we get to it. That's pre- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. Why? Since people yeah. use it. <laughs> Super advisable in the middle of an old growth forest, but you know. You know. And also people need it. BT dubs, Colorado. BT dubs, by the way. What? I meant <laughs> yeah. to say I uh, <laughs> I Sorry, my brain short circuited. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know what you were going for. I uh, just gonna uh, say, you know, toodles. F- FYI, Colorado? FYI, or, Colorado! Is that what it was? Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, mountains. Insurance. 
Anyway, we're not burning the bridge. Why not? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I carved my name into it. Okay, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> it is now Kit Bridge. Kit Kit's Bridge. Kit the Bridge. Kitter Bridge. Kitten Kitten Bridgen. Aria says that burn that bridge when we get to it is the Kit story. It is, it's my autobiography. <laughs> yeah. Actually. <laughs> There is there is a fun thing about this bridge. Oh, uh, the, most of this fork of the river, the Hyde Fork, is pretty, is pretty wide um, and fairly deep, except for a, a couple specific areas. You have seen flat-bottomed boats go by occasionally, um, but you've noticed that every bridge you've seen thus far has been split in the center. And there's machinery to pull it back. Oh, um, and uh, not too much further up the Aurora Plate Road after you've left this bridge behind, you find out why they split in half. Uh, as you see a massive riverboat, like classic, huge the wheels. Queen Mary style. Is there Cajun music playing on it or like jazz? Uh, no. Uh, Damn it. It is, is a river steam ship. And uh, as it just paddles its way along, uh, the entire deck, except for a small like cabin area, is completely flat and loaded with heavy... Uh, heavy goods coming down the river. You see a lot of like crates and pallets and things like tied with canvas and ropes uh, to sort of block it from the weather. Um, and you see a crew of boatmen sort of along the edges and uh, the the bottom of the boat is flat to be able to get down this river and over the sort of uh, shallower fords. Um, you see them as they come to this ford. A bunch of the boatmen bring out like long, uh, long. What is, what is that called? Like punting poles, ah. and actually push the ship over the uh, ford because uh, it does catch the bottom just a little bit. Um, but they go along, and you can see this heavy machinery actually running the uh, uh, the paddle wheels. This like uh, steam stack with a heavy engine on it that people are just like shoveling coal into every so often, um, but that just thunders on by. It's very loud, um, and just the constant sound of water falling as it goes. Uh, neither of you have ever seen a boat like this. These do not exist in Harris, mm. uh, and. Until very recently, they have not existed in Amnobolan. Um, the Industrial Revolution. It's happening in Constanos, and it's starting to starting to get here. Yeah, but uh, this is just from looking at the engine. You can already tell this is a San steam engine. This is what she's famous for. She's famous for harnessing electricity, creating steam engines that work off multiple sources, and several other things. <laughs> but the two big ones are uh, generators and engines, and the harnessing of electricity. Me? So, the boat even has electric lighting. <gasps> oh. 
They had it wired for the brand new electric light. Yes. Gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Phantom of Opera, lot 666. Oh. Come on. Oh, I don't like Phantom of the Opera. Well, you're wrong, and that's fine. We saw Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, we fucking did. Gerard I still Butler get goosebumps every great. time I think about seeing that show. It was great. It was the yeah. best, one of the best experiences of my life, easily. <laughs> so good. <clears throat> the Gerard was... Butler one is okay. Yeah, but seeing it in person and like that chandelier yeah. actually being over your head. Oh, no. oh. You, when you described that show to me, like Phantom of the Opera or not, I got goosebumps. It's so <laughs> fucking cool. Oh my it god, is. I cannot explain the visceral reaction you have to that when you watch it. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. It's funny that I have that reaction to something much more low budget. <laughs> Not me. I need money. I'm a classy bitch. Oh, I I have uh, I have that reaction to um, the three headed dragon scene at the end of She Kills Monsters. Oh. Oh, I haven't seen that show. I really want to. It's so good. Really anyway, <laughs> like so good, so, so good. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, it just hits all the heart places for me. I'm sorry. All the heart places. Um, all the heart places. Yeah. The one in my elbow, the one in my knee. Yeah. The one, all the heart places. Anyway. All the heart places. Anyway. Anyway. You guys continue your way up the Aurora Plate Road. The Aurora Plate uh, so Road. Me, uh, D20. It, they said continue your way. Yeah. Now make it. Follow the Yellow Plate Road. It's not the yellow plate road. I know, I just, plate. I was trying not to say yellow brick road, and then it came out half, so it's fine. Somebody roll me a d20? Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's Weesh. Oh, it's you. Five. Oh, God. Five. Uh, five. 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 That's German for five. Is it? Yes. I think you're. Are you lying? I am not lying. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. Oh, yep. That that's five. That's five, five. Is it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I know that from Rammstein. Yeah, it's um, a fucking stupid word, but yeah, it sounds dumb as hell, but it's real. Well, I don't know. Fump sounds like a noise it makes when, like, a potato shoots through a potato gun (laughs) or like when you when you like put a a gerbil in a blow dart gun you just go like wait that's a very specific that's a very specific (laughs) scenario then that's actually not bad all right you Uh, do you have experience with (laughs) no i do what I have experience so, with a potato gun, but not with shooting a gerbil out oh of a PVC pipe. So it was a hamster. Um, one, of, one of my friends, when I was like nine, uh, no, we still lived on like private drive. Uh, you remember Laura and Emma who lived out in the uh, the, yes. the condominium? Uh-huh. Uh, so one of them had a hamster and she, her mom accidentally bought her like tunnels for a mouse that were way too small for a hamster 
And the hamster got stuck. <laughs> she was like, she was like so scared he was gonna die because he got stuck. And her mom came and took the tube and went, <laughs> 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 and he exploded out of there. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh god! It's like Augustus Gloop, like just <laughs> stuck in the pipe. Yeah, she's getting all big. Oh, oh my god. Anyway, what anyway, does the five get us? Five is literally nothing. Oh, great. Um, so it's another boring couple weeks of travel. Oh, um, oh my god. This I'm growing a beard at this point. I'm expediting here. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. You guys just passed a month in two seconds. <laughs> uh, but uh, as Do you guys get further... Do you do you want me? This is me and Marin talking while we're talking while we're mm. walking to be like, do you yes. want to look for trouble? Like I'm, I'm dying. You know what? Same. Uh, <laughs> scene in Critical Role. Twenty-one models of Vera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. Yeah, for real. I'm going oh crazy God. too. I find. Like a like an owl that looks like it knows too much and piss it off or something. Uh, sure. Uh, you know what? Let's go out like hunting or something or like. Let's go hunting. Okay, let's oh, do it. Oh, I'm so excited! I like whip out the javelin. I'm like, yes. Oh, <laughs> you're really excited <laughs> for that. Oh my god! I hope Arya is still here. You, you, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. know that, like, you do know. They are. We're gonna be hunting animals and not like the most dangerous game or whatever. I'm ready. You know. Okay. Let's okay. hunt the biggest okay. game. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's the most dangerous game. Is man. Have you never right. read that story? You're yeah. Right. We should. We should go hunting white people. No. <laughs> or skull. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, skull. Oh we need to. I, yeah. I should have said skull, but I. You know what I meant. <laughs> no, no, animals are fine. Animals are fine. Let's go do that. Oh, you don't want to kill. Oh my god. Let's let's just do animals. Let's find a moose or something. Oh. Okay. I don't. God. What? Okay, no, no, not a moose. Not a moose. Uh, God doesn't like that. Um, God doesn't like that. Anymore. I'm sure God doesn't appreciate just like. You know, the electrocution of animals in general. I'm going to use a gun. So. <laughs> you just walk, sneak right up on a deer and put it in between its eyes, and you're like, fucking run, bitch. <laughs> That's what they call a double tap. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> All right, let's go hunting. Let's go. Let's that go. deer is going right. to poop so hard when you do that. <laughs> so, as you guys, uh, I guess, stop in the afternoon, you decide yep. to head off hunting. Go mm -hmm. ahead and make me survival checks for tracking. Hunting uh, check. I'm not. Are, really are you guys going together? Yeah. And are you taking anyone else with you? I'm going just with Marin. It's just I don't feel. Yeah. It's a, this is our bonding time. We're fucking bonding. Yeah. I'm gonna go fry another deer. Twenty-five. Yeah. Mine is twenty-one. All right. Well, 
you guys managed to find a few different sets of fresher tracks that you could potentially follow. You have a choice. Uh, so there are there are elk everywhere in the process. <laughs> oh, you hear that? The yes. <laughs> Screaming elk is one of my favorite parts of this continent. <laughs> <laughs> just occasionally in the distance, in the middle of the night, just. <sighs> it just sounds like a herd of huskies just pissed off huskies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god. But there's, you do find elk tracks, you do find uh, what would be on this continent black-tailed deer. Um, oh. In this area, oh. you would start to find very trace uh, tracks of like uh, types of bighorn sheep. Uh, do they also there scream? Are, uh, no, they smash their heads together and snort at each other. Oh. <laughs> Aria, ah oh, yes, the noble screaming elk. <laughs> Join us every week, Aria. I like you. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, there are moose in the area, or if you want something more dangerous, you do find black bear tracks. I just Ooh. found the best spell, and I can't wait what? to use it now. Oh no! Oh yes. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, that is one hell of a reaction out of Ben. We should probably do like elk or something, right? Because that probably like tastes a little better. We should be doing this for like some sort of utility. Should we? <laughs> I mean, what if we just sacrifice an animal back to the woods? Is that so, what Teldonos wants you to do? She is fine with that. She's a water bitch. Yep. You know what? We can kill the elk and we can put it in the river. Yeah, I'm sure that'll do absolutely nothing. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it'll just okay. poison the water, actually. It'll be like dancing. Alright, fine. Well what would you like to what would you like to go after then? Um What was the biggest tracks that we saw? It was the uh, biggest well, biggest there are giant elk in this area, oh. which are a similar size to moose. Um, or if you want something carnivorous, there are black bear tracks. Giant elk. Giant elk. Giant elk. Let's go. Kill the majestic fuckers. I'm pulling out the Overwatch already. I'm like, yeah. I pull. I pull out my javelin. I'm just like, do that. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ready. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead and make stealth checks. Oh. Uh, unnatural 20. Nine. Alright. <laughs> That's like an average of what, 14? Sure. I don't <clears throat> Just, it, It's about. It's Nine about plus 20 divided by two. Yeah, it'd be like 12, uh, yeah. Sure. I'm down. Yes. You're right, 14, actually. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Hey, you're God. You can just say fuck both of us That's and true. be like, yeah, it's 14. I often do. <laughs> Good to well, know. Mario, all right, cool. Sorry, I need to stop paying attention to chat. Uh, <clears throat> it's fun to actually have somebody who's watching us. I know, it's fun, oh other than God. Jamie. You sound so desperate. I mean, 
It's not that I'm desperate. I just like interaction. That's all I want. Um, but yes, uh, make your way. Make your way. Make your way. <laughs> I say that phrase too much, but it's such a good phrase to use. Um, you uh, head east of the river, following these tracks, just sort of slinking along the ground. Following, um, you do see that there are multiple other sets of smaller elk tracks that go along with this one. So you can imagine it's like a small herd. Um, <laughs> okay. Continue. Uh, with your awesome survival checks, it doesn't take you terribly long to figure out where they've gone. Um, there is a uh, an offshoot stream that comes off the uh, hide fork of the river, and you follow that, just this little tiny brook going through the woods until you come to a spot where it all gathers into this little pond. And it's like a scene out of Bambi where it's just this beautiful, like slow, uh, slowly sloping land into the center with this pond, big boulders covered in moss, tall trees all around, just the splendor of nature Perfect with the, place for an ambush. the late autumn sun filtering down through the pine needles and leaves. And you see a herd of about 10 elk, um, most of them female, and among them at the water's edge, you see a titanic elk that is easily the size of, if not bigger, than a large bull moose. And it has this huge set of antlers going back. It's that classic, like, dark head and neck, lighter colored body. Mm. Um and just majestically drinking from the pond has almost has like a moan coming off of it, almost like a beard as well. Mm. It looks a little on the older side, but not like super, super old. Time to put him out of his misery. Yeah. Let's do oh, wait. it. <laughs> the roll thing. Oh. Uh-oh. Roll a thing. Fuck. They don't know you're there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I uh, do you do you want to do this one or kind of kind of okay go for it. Is there is there a tree near the the watering hole? Um, there are a couple trees closer to it. Um, there's there's one that's sort of like leaning over it a little bit, a smaller tree that's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh looks like eventually it'll probably fall in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look too unstable at the moment. How do I want to do this? You only ask that when the thing's about to die. No, yeah. I know that, but how do I want to start this? Um, <clears throat> I will... Yeah, I'm going to use the javelin. I'm just going to pull back and aim. Let it go. Okay. Make an attack roll. Adrenaline. Ooh. 21. Boy. Oh, I, boy. I doubt he has AC of over 21. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. 
That's true. He's got an AC of 42 because joke's on us, it's the forest walker, or the night walker. Joke's on us, it's a beholder. <laughs> oh, that yep. would be so upsetting. What if it was a I'm mimic, up. and like its body just ripped uh, in half, and it was just a bunch of teeth? Like, yeah. Mimics are only inanimate objects. Well. Uh, so. That does hit. Hallelujah. Uh, so roll your physical damage. Okay. That would be a 1d6 pierce. Uh-huh. That is three points of the piercing damage. Okay. And then he failed his deck save, so roll your 4d6 lightning damage. Oh, fuck. I rolled almost as high as you could. 20 points of lightning. Twenty total? Yeah. Alright. Uh, so you just hurl this javelin down, and it strikes him between the joint of the chest and shoulder, Ooh. and you watch the electric energy just discharge across his entire body to the point where you see arcs between the tines on his antlers. Ooh. And he, like, stiffens up and then you see the body relax as he turns his head toward you. <gasps> oh no! He made it. He I made know it. what it is! Charges. Oh, okay. Oh, shoot! Alright, I'm oh gonna my gosh. shoot at I just him. had I'm a flashback to the story you told, and I was so terrified oh. <laughs> that he was going to be... fucking stand up and be like, Sorry. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Don't know yet. Uh, so, I'm gonna he... shoot... He lowers his head and charges. I'm not going to go into initiative just yet. I'm going to say it's Kit, Elk, Marin. We're, oh. uh, we're going to go into initiative. Okay. Um, so he's got a ways to go to get to you. I'm assuming you guys are like, oh no, hold on. No, you know, he's just, he can move 60 feet and around. He's oh. going to hit Kit. What? Uh, so he's going to use his charge. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh boy. Oh, that was actually really good. <laughs> 21. Okay, so that's, you won't be knocked prone. That's good. Uh, but you are hit with... Uh, ooh, that's pretty good for him. Oh. Uh... You are hit with 15 bludgeoning damage as he Damn. pierces you with his huge antlers. Um, and he doesn't have a multi-attack, so that's uh, that's going to be the end of his turn. Marin. Uh, I just yell at Kit, move out of the way, and then I'm going to shoot him. As uh, I'm speared yeah. onto his horns, you're just like, get out of the way! Oh, well, I don't know. I, I didn't know if he, like, just gotcha and then let you go, or what? He can't pin Kit down. That's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got his horns in him. Uh, then right, never mind. Well, don't don't move out of the way. I don't know. Don't move! <laughs> don't move! Alright. Uh, um, that's a 17? Okay, good. Um, I'm also gonna use. I'm gonna do my uh, my shoot twice. What what is it fucking action called? Action surge. Yes. No, yeah. not action surge. Uh, yeah, extra attack. I'm gonna use my extra attack. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and yeah, that one's gonna hit. Uh, it's a twenty-five. Roll damage for both of those. <clears throat> okay. Or no, wait, shit. No, I can't do that because it's the Overwatch. Yeah. Yep. Never mind. I'm just going to do the first one then. Okay. Roll um, your damage. Where's my twelve? That was Final Fantasy Ten. Oh, I did not intend that. No, that's Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. That is twenty. 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 Do 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 do. Oh God! Um, <clears throat> I am going to. I guess I'm gonna just get him in the head, just like right underneath his antlers. Just pow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, with how powerful the Overwatch is and at close range, oh uh, no! <laughs> you succeed in blowing his antlers off along with the top of his skull. Hmm. Uh, and that just goes flying in one direction. Probably an eye or two goes flying in the oh, other. God. Oh, God. Uh, Kit is covered in brain and gore. And God, I hope he just, doesn't have chronic wasting disease. The elk just collapses on you. Kit just just falls on you. <laughs> in fact... Okay. In fact oh. Uh, take four crushing damage. Four and you are being, damage. And you are being slowly bled upon. Great. <laughs> I I put the Overwatch like sling it over my back and I run over and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, I'll do it. And I'm gonna try and lift <laughs> it off of it. Make a strength check. Okay. Uh, athletics check. Athletics. Uh, it's a twenty-four. Damn. That that with with fucking lifting up the legs. I do. Um, yeah, you managed to push the mostly headless elk, <laughs> the nearly headless elk. Oh my god! Nearly headless. Uh, you get a little bit of a little bit of brain gore on you too, but uh, yeah, you're uh, good. <clears throat> we did it. We did it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want? Do you want to get more? Steaming. Uh, uh, do you want to get more, or you, or did that satisfy your bloodlust? Um, is that pool still there? Pool of water. Where would it have gone? <laughs> oh no! It's like covered in alligators now, or like maybe it disappeared um, and left behind a pile of platinum. Like I don't fucking know. No, <laughs> yeah, it's a fairly shallow little pond. Oh, I'm gonna go over to it and like start scrubbing some of the blood out. Okay. And white and like washing my javelin. We, you do know that we have to drag this back, right? So you're probably just gonna get gross again. I realize that. Mm-hmm. This is why you don't hunt bigger things than you can carry. I, I'm going to start like tying him up so that we can drag him back. Drag him back. Drag him back. All right. 
Uh, hold on, I might be able to help with that. I just need, I just need a list of monsters. Um, okay. uh, I can. Oh no. Uh, I, can't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, there's there's things in here that would like not be helpful at all. Like turn into a swarm of bats and just like. <laughs> A bunch of bats lift this elk up and like hover and like drone it to the to the thing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh anyway, um I am going to turn into a tiger. Okay. I feel like they're pretty strong. Have you ever seen a tiger? Yeah, they're this, like 900 pounds. This is wild shape. This thing is probably bigger than this a tiger. Is, this is a giant elk. Yeah. I could like, polymorph into a T-Rex. <laughs> yes. But he's got little arms. Like, they pick it so, the mouth. Just to give you an idea, some yeah, of I the guess. bigger male moose, which is about the size of this creature, are about 1,500 pounds. How big is an orc? An orc? Smaller than that. An orc is a person. Oh. You're right. What? Why don't you just turn into a dragon? That, that should be able to take him. And then I have to use my spell slot. Oh. Um, oh, this is this is wild. I, I wild will shape. I will say this for wild shape in my world because some of the monsters oh. that you can turn into are actual people in my world. I do not allow wild shape for them. Okay, that like makes orcs, sense. goblins, kobolds—they're people. Yeah, they're not. I'm creatures. honestly just looking at the list because I don't like have any frame of reference for what's allowed. So, um, yeah, uh, it has to be something you would have seen. You could do T-Rex and just carry him around in that's your mouth. True. Just you've never seen a T-Rex. Yeah, that's polymorph, though. Oh, okay. Um, because technically I've never seen a dragon either, but I've turned into one plenty of times now. Uh, I can. Yeah, I can. Can you turn into a giant elk? Why? Why? Because you'd be big enough will. to carry a giant elk. Or it'd also be really fucked up. Yeah, it would be. I could turn into a giant toad. <laughs> Pick something, Ben. Okay, I am going to cast Polymorph on myself, and I'll just Polymorph into a dragon, and I will carry it back to camp. The catch-all solution. The catch-all okay. solution. Well, once I yeah. level up one more time, it'll be something different. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you scoop up the giant elk, which is probably about three quarters your size so it's pretty heavy you won't uh-huh. be able to fly with it i'll just walk it um but you can you can walk mm-hmm. and Marin can hitch a ride if she so chooses Marin can walk okay <laughs> thanks a lot ask you guys make your way back to camp with the with the bleeding elk on your back Yes. And uh you eat uh, very well for the next long long time. Yeah. <laughs> We should do this again. Hell yeah. I kill something again? Maybe like tomorrow? We can make this... Well, well, let's make it a, an every couple of days thing or okay, something. Okay, okay. It'll just be two bros hanging out. Chilling in a hot tub. 
Fatu far because one is gay. One is the other, the other one. Undefined sexuality, yes. but <laughs> five feet apart because they're not into each other. Yeah. No. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, uh, the following day after saving as much of the elk as you can by smoking uh, most of it, you uh, head off toward <laughs> Earthstar. <laughs> Gonna roll myself a fat elk. <laughs> this show is marked not for kids on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I oh, accidentally yeah. marked the last episode as for kids and I fixed that no, today. No, no. Like, oh god! Oh god! No. Oh god! No. It was not for kids. Um, but, uh... Going yeah. to Urskar. Urskar! Urskar. Urskar. Um, so, Urskar. Shut up. <laughs> At least we're not going to bang. I kind of, I'm sad. I liked the big joke. I did too. It was wonderful. We don't have to play D&D. &D. <laughs> no, I love it. Making fun of the weird names is my favorite part. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to deal with this. <laughs> oh my god. So, Urshkar. Urshkar. Alicia. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It's my thing. It was the cat. Keep going. Shut up, both of you. I heard that word. Don't make fun of my world. I'm not. It's perfect. I'm not I, it. I in it again. Again. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not afraid to take your characters away from you. I've proven that. Yeah, that's true. Um, no. uh, following the Hyde Fork of the River to Urskar, uh, Urskar is the last basically large settlement for miles and miles. The next, the next nearest big settlements, uh, not even Zelvranic or Janveg, uh, those are really more fishing towns. Um, the only other major settlement nearby is either going to be Staffenmarga or Haven. So that's a long-ass way. Um, thus, Urskar is a small city. It has recently grown quite a lot thanks to the uh, industrial boom in this part of Amnoblin. This particular stretch of the Aurora Plate Road has gotten quite the upgrade in the last 20, 30 years or so, um, to the point where when you get close to Urskar, uh, you start to see street lamps, uh, electric street oh. lamps. Um, oh. Very few and far between, just like a <laughs> one here and there as you make your way up the Aurora Plate Road. Uh, and when you cross the Hyde Fork to get to Urskar, the bridge, uh, this beautiful split-in-the-center bridge uh, with 
instead of manual machinery to pull it up, like most of the other bridges have, this one has an actual engine that can pull it back. Um, you see this really kind of beautiful frontier small city. Um, it's not... It's not like super clean and, you know, up with the rest of the world's kind of up to date, but it has it has everything basically anybody could want. Um, including there is a holodron factory here as well. Um, but other than that, there are small <laughs> Your holodron, eyes are just like target acquired everywhere. Uh You've seen, like, it's so bad that you've seen advertisements on the road for the whole drawn company. Yeah. Fucking billboards like, out in the middle of the forest. Well, <laughs> at, at, like, trading posts or, like, little stops here and there, you've seen, like, uh, boards that are posted by the local, like, basically locals and hunters who are like, hey, we need this, or we have a contract for this, mm -hmm. or bring us these hides and we'll pay you, blah, blah, blah. Um, there have been advertisements for Haldron all along the way, like saying like, hey, need a need a reliable job? Come to Urskar and work at the Haldron cannery or or like, do you do you want adventure? Come work for the Haldron uh, frontier team and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, it, it's like. The Haldron Company is the East India Company of this world. Gross. It's kind of gross, yeah. Um, East India Trading Company. Uh, but getting into the city of Urskar itself, you guys are arriving at about twilight. Uh, so all of the street lamps are lit up. You can hear the buzz of electric lights here and there. Uh, most of the buildings are lit up with electricity. Uh, even some of the poorer-looking buildings have electricity. Um, and you do see the source of this electricity is a massive hydroelectric dam uh, sitting on the river, uh, where it doesn't really impede the flow of the river at all, but those turbines are working overtime because the uh, this area has some pretty rapid waters. Um, so you can just hear in the distance the constant hum of that machinery. Uh, there's also a sawmill here, a water-powered sawmill. And you can see people actually floating logs down the river to the sawmill. Um, there's... There's blacksmiths. There's a gunsmith here, mm -hmm. which is very rare to see outside of uh, outside of major major cities. Um, there are a couple different marketplaces. There are several choices for inns and taverns. Um, much like every even minor settlement in uh, Amnobolin, this town has a meat hall. Um, this one is kind of a traditional style, but has been updated a little bit where it has the curved roof. Um, and it has these like dragon head, uh, uh, end caps to the roof that stick off either side. Um, almost think like Yorvasker, uh, the companion's hall in Skyrim, that style, but bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, it's huge. Uh, and it also has uh, this 
huge uh, like banner laying against the outer curved wall that shows a beautiful uh, traditional Dalmarig longship. Um, yeah, it's probably the most decorated building in town outside of the government buildings. But uh, what would you guys like to do? The sun is setting, which means it's like four o'clock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, at this point, you guys have been traveling for about a month. Uh, another month, I should say. Oh. So Jesus. it God. is. I know. Amnoblin's a big fucking place. Yeah. Uh, it is more than the 20th. Which means it's basically winter. Hmm. Um, a heavy snowfall has not come yet, but with the way the sky is looking, you can guess it's going to be within the next day or so. Hmm. And it has gotten cold. So what does like the, oh. 10 degrees. What does the cannery here look like? Uh, the cannery here is pretty big, not as big as the Seeger Rayfier one. Mm -hmm. Um, it is kind of built the same where it's just a big rectangular building with a few windows here and there. Uh, this one specializes in similar stuff, but instead of like seafood, it does river fish, uh, game a lot of, like, duck and goose as well. And then they have a whole separate building that's just for frost apples. Um, no. Which you guys have seen everywhere along <laughs> the Aurora Plate Road. Uh, you've learned a little bit more about them. Uh, Kit knows a bit about them. But um, frost apples are a type of tree that thrives in the Arctic Circle. And they grow year-round. Um, in fact, they don't do as well outside the Arctic Circle. But people have sort of managed to breed them partially with other types of apple trees to make them more suited for the slightly warmer climate. Okay. So you guys have probably snacked on frost apples the whole way. Uh, and this huge cannery has a massive orchard behind it that is almost exclusively worked by Dolmarig and Manamar people um, that they're just canning and jarring uh, basically applesauce and uh, apple pieces. Um, can we maybe talk to some of the people or can I try to talk to some of the people that work there? Um, as it is getting dark, there's not really anyone out there at this very moment. Uh, there are a couple people walking around with lanterns. Um, but it seems like generally people don't work during the day. Gotcha. They don't work during the day? Or don't work, uh, during, uh, at dark. Oh, okay. Um, well, we can maybe, like, go to a tavern and talk to them or something. There is, there are taverns, but there, there's also the meat hall. There's a number of inns. There's another hall drawn in. This one is much bigger and nicer than the one you found in Vague, uh, because it's like a proper hotel. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty hefty. It to anyone else around here, this is sort of a frontier small city. Uh, this hotel looks like 
like something you'd see in central New York, kind of yeah. posh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like comparatively. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the meat hall or the tavern, whichever you guys prefer. You tell me. Whatever works for you. All right, let's go to the meat hall. You jaunt your way down the uh, down the main streets, uh, the brick laid streets, very nicely kept, shoveled and like ice free. Um, well, there wouldn't be a lot of ice yet, but uh, getting up to the meat hall, it is bright and lively. You can smell. Uh, you can smell like warm meads. Like, uh, Ben, I don't know if you remember, but you tried to make mead like a non alcoholic mead once. Yeah. Um, it, it's got that kind of smell. Mm-hmm. Um, like but like molds, warm honey. Yeah. Uh, mold wines, warm cider, anything you can think of, basically. Uh, frost apple cider, especially, is in high supply. Um, but heading on inside, it's fairly busy. Uh, as the days get shorter, uh, especially outside workers can't really work that much because it's dangerous to go out in the dark. Uh, so people come into the taverns earlier and earlier, and you can see that probably most of the orchard workers are in here. Uh, but you do notice a very clear divide in this mead hall. Um, set between these huge pillars made out of full trees of them that have been like stripped of their bark. Uh, you see long tables and a few circular tables. And almost directly down the middle, you see the left half is Dalmarig and Monomar and Geary people, and the other half is partially empty and all skull. Hmm. Very clearly divided. I make my way over to the Dalmarig side. Make your way. Make your way. Yep. Um, uh, on, on that side, nobody looks at you twice. They just kind of see you, and a couple people give you a nod of just being polite mm-hmm. as you make your way over. Um, uh, is there a bar on that side? Yes. Uh, like the other meat hall it's you split. saw, there's a bar on each end. Okay. Um, not not because it's like only the Dalmarg can drink over here because they're not good enough. Literally, it's because the building is so big that they need two bars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, though that is part of it at this particular one. Gotcha. I'm gonna. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I would. I'm just saying that uh, we'd probably follow you because we're okay. not doing anything covert this time. Yeah. So. Well, uh, as the rest of your group follows, you all get stared at. Mm-hmm. By the Dolmarig mm-hmm. and the Monomar. Yeah. Uh, where it's not like a, it's not a straight up like, like angry stare. It's more of a what the fuck are they doing over here kind of. Um, and you actually see even like big, tall, geary, like half giants, people who are 12 feet tall, get out of your way. Oh. I kind of, I like see how people are reacting. And I'm just like, don't worry, cool up, cool up. <laughs> yeah, um, they're still a little like iffy about you, but as long as you stick close to Kit, they're like, oh, okay. They're and you do see a few other Kulo dotted in, in amongst them, where it's like one non-Dalmarig person at a at a table of 
uh, orchard workers. Uh, you can imagine that these are probably similar, like orchard workers, or uh, probably like them a little on the poorer side in this city. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of them, okay. and most of them are most of the Kulo are not human. Gotcha. I'm gonna walk up to the bar and talk mm-hmm. uh, to the person who's there. The uh, bartender is currently a... Who is it here in our sky? Uh... Oh, it's Vorn. Um, it is a uh, chestnut uh, centaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, very broad-shouldered uh, male centaur. Wears just <clears throat> a simple vest button closed at the front. Um, he has, uh, he does have like a, like a half apron hanging down from his waist. Um, but his back is covered in this, um, almost similar to an apron, but it has like slots in it. And you realize it's so that he can carry around like bottles and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, he's actually carrying a few and he has like dish rags hanging out of his belt. Um, he's just like ready to go for the rush. Uh, but as you approach, you see him uh, tending a hearth that has this huge cauldron uh, over it, just held very far above the flames just to keep it warm. And he's currently ladling uh, mold mead into this huge pitcher. And he takes that up to the bar and hands it to uh, one of the Geary people. Uh, but he sees you sort of trots his way over and leans down because he's this big, like, shire centaur. Um, leans down and says, what can I do for you? I actually had some questions for you real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm not the smart one here. Uh, I'll send my wife over. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he just goes off down the bar. Uh, you do see him stop next to... There are a I'm few sorry. centaurs. Did you just say there's a straight person here? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? There's a straight centaur here? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what? We found a straight person? <laughs> the only one. It's the only one in the whole <laughs> fucking world. You don't know I if he's I can't believe straight. it's not a lesbian. <laughs> he's a man. I can't uh, believe it's not butter, except I can't believe it's not a lesbian. <laughs> You don't know if he's straight. That's true. He just, he just has a straight presenting. There's a hetero presenting couple here, and it's yeah surprising. I mean, yeah, we're I'm also I, I in will, a straight presenting relationship. <laughs> I will say this: the Dal Marg and Manamar people don't have the same view of sexuality no, as other people, yeah. and so they're not like, "Oh, I'm gay." It's more like, "No, I love this person." Yeah. There, there's none of that. So mm-hmm. honestly, most of them are probably bi or pan. Good. And a good number of them are poly. I was just thinking about this with the book that I'm writing, and I like had peppered in one straight couple, and I was like, well, that's it. That's it for the whole series. <laughs> Don't need there any more. Go. That's there everybody. There you go. The hetero. Fucking, there's your representation. There's your yeah. representation. <laughs> the same, one sub-character who runs a tavern somewhere. And their Listen, and their husband dies, and you're like, there you go, there's your representation. There you go. Instead of the token, instead of the token gay guy, it's the token straight couple. Yeah, yep. and one of That's- them has to die. 
Yes. They're not allowed to be happy. Bury your straights. Exactly. I yeah, in my in my series I only have oh, one straight couple and one of them is trans, so it's so, like, yeah. ha. Even when they're straight, I have something in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, he makes his way down the bar where you see this honestly very lovely uh, fellow Shire centaur, a little bit smaller than him, um, darker coats, and she's got a similar like get up to him. Uh, he sends her down and she comes up to you. Um, the the sort of unifying thing among Dalmaric people and Monomar people is that they're generally of a darker skin tone than other other people even of the same race they've got like that nice like copper reddish color almost mm -hmm. um and she has she's just she's beautiful like if she wasn't a centaur like she and wasn't a girl she'd probably be up kit's alley uh <laughs> she's gorgeous uh but she steps up dangerous. and she yes she is uh she leans on the bar in front of you and says Yes, how can I help you? Yeah, I had a couple quick questions for you. Um, Fire away. I noticed there's a pretty distinct division in here. Yes. Is that because... You're not from around here, are you? No. Uh, is that because of what's going on in the Haldron sector? Uh, it didn't start there, but it certainly uh, not helped. Do they do the same thing they do everywhere else and not pay people properly? Uh, well, let's put it this way. Most of the manual laborers aren't school. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, how does everyone feel about the factory? Uh, it's work. Would that be necessary? Well, when you live in a place that is now dependent on skull coin, it is important. Mm -hmm. okay. It's hard to go back to the way it used to be. Who runs it? Uh... Let me grab the name of the goddamn guy. Sorry. Because people have been through Urskar before. I actually have their names. Oh. Because yeah. uh, the last people who were through here may have vandalized the factory as well. Um, it's just very vandalizable. It is. It just it screams spray paint me. Yeah. <laughs> they... So, uh, I don't know if I told you guys this story, but uh, my other group... Uh, their previous, like, two campaigns ago, uh, they loved this prank where, basically, there's a lot of bathhouses in Amnobolin, mm -hmm. and they originally started this in Garrelshell, uh, where basically they waited for people to go to the bathhouses, stole their clothes, and then washed them in beet juice. Oh, <laughs> And so when they got them back, they were like they were bright red. fucking pink. Yeah. Uh, and so they did that to the uh, to someone at the Haldron cannery that was uh, like not the top guy, but among them. Mm -hmm. And 
he got really pissed and started taking it out on the workers, and then they just straight up blew up his office. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He, yeah. Uh, he might have been inside. Uh, anyway. Oh. Did he die? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. She tells you that the, uh, the manager of this Haldron factory is... Oh god, where is he? Uh, Ruben... He doesn't have a last name. Sandwich. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Ruben Glive. Um, is he the is he the top person here for the factory? Uh, he's the top one that's here. Hmm. The actual, you know, owners of the Haldron, whatnot. Uh, they they don't come here. Where are they at? Miracle. Oh, that's right. Missed opportunity. I knew that. I knew that. Um, you knew that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, do you know where I can find him? Uh, usually either in his office or at that really poncy uh, tea room, as they call it, on the other end of town. It it's a bar for rich people. Oh. Okay. Does the does it have like private rooms or is it just an open bar? The tea room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has both. Do you know, does he usually take private bar? Private room? I don't know. He's a rich bastard, probably. Okay. Hmm. Probably sits there all day drinking either tea or gin and tonic. Um, so, <laughs> uh, do you know where he'd be about this time of day? Well, being that uh, most of the actual cannery work is overnight... Uh, probably at the cannery itself, or playing some fucking high-class game with his friends. Okay. Alright. You will generally only ever find him at the factory or at the tea room. Well, I think I might have to have a talk with him. Just make sure uh, whatever you chat about doesn't trickle down to the people who don't deserve it. I have a plan to offset that. You and everybody else. Well, might as well do what we can, right? I guess. Do you want to tell me how you feel about this, or are you just going to... It's not good either way. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. The the people here, even the native folks, we've had to learn how to live in Skull society. And now that we're in it and they've taken over everything, we can't really go back to the way it was. That's true. You'd have to basically start from scratch which considering those bastards spread like mice they uh it's not really doable I guess we could try to make them more fair though couldn't we 
That would be lovely. Good luck with that. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you for the help, and I like I put a gold on the counter. Like... And she she uh, reaches back to this uh, like apron she has across her back, and she pulls out this larger bottle, this like clay bottle of mead, and sets it on the counter for you, and says, "To go." Thanks. And I grab the bottle and start heading out of the the place. Okay. Uh, and she, as Kit turns to leave, she looks at the rest of the group. Can I help uh, you? Oh. Um, are you, wait, are you, like, straight up leaving the bar, or are you, like, Yeah, just... I'm leaving. Okay, um, I guess we'll have something to go to, because I don't want to stand here like a jackass. Uh. Okay. And she turns, and uh, you see these racks of bottles up against the wall, and she just pulls out more of these clay jugs and sets them on the counter. Cool. I toss... something. Uh, platinum? Sure, I'll put Holy a platinum. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I'm panicked. No, wait. No, I'm not. Right. No, I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. Paint it forward. Okay. Yeah, she, like, the eyes open wide. She's like, alright. Uh, she she looks across the rest of the bar and she says, hey, everybody, this uh, this lovely lady just oh, bought you all a drink. It's <laughs> fine. And you see everybody's heads turn and, like, eyes wide. They're like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm. Everybody comes up to the bar to get their drinks. Heads quickly sneak out. I panicked. I pulled out <laughs> the wrong coin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Silas follows you, and uh, Bull Bull grabs an extra bottle and then follows. Is it illegal to drink like openly on the street? You don't know. Okay. Uh, I wait for you guys at the entrance for you to come out. Okay. And then so are you going to beat this guy up or well I'm going to go have a chat with him and I hand you the bottle that she gave me oh yeah that's right and uh and just like I uh why don't you guys find a place to stay for the night and I'll come find you okay have fun talking yep it'll be a good talk don't worry hmm okay and I wander off towards the factory. Okay. What kind of place do you pick out for the night? Oh, uh, yeah, wait. I come like running back. Do you still do you still have that hat? That hat? Yeah. You gave it to me? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh yes. I pull it out of okay. my bag of I um can I can I borrow it for a minute? I mean it's yours. Oh, cool. Thanks. And I'll I'll put the hat on and I'll slip the the earring of True Sight off, and I'll just tuck <laughs> it I'll tuck it into my bag, um, and then I will start I'll start acclimating or whatever it's called attuning. Attuning. Yeah, to the hat. Okay, what kind of place do you guys find for the night? Um, do you want to go uh, super high end Haldron uh, hotel, or do you want to go? Like dive bar back room, or do you want something in the middle? I mean, it probably should be something in the middle, right? Because we don't want to like give a whole bunch of money to the Haldron assholes. 
Uh, yeah, let's go something in the middle. Okay. Um, not too far from the meat hall, there is a fairly nice uh, establishment that is like just an inn. It doesn't have like an attached tavern or anything. That's the name of the um, franchise. Is just an inn. Just an inn. <laughs> that would be the best. I fucking love that. Have you heard of that um, uh, wing restaurant that's called It's Just Wings? I think so. I think I yeah. have, yeah. It, we, we had it one night, and it's not great, but the <laughs> name is very funny. <laughs> I've always wanted to open a, like, like, the equivalent of a Buffalo Wild Wings, but it only serves, like, chicken legs and just name it Legs. Like it, it's just legs. No, just legs. Just yeah, yeah. Just the word legs, but you do like turkey legs, chicken legs, frog legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just and it's legs. also a, it's also a strip club <laughs> that are, everything's cut off from the waist. Yeah, down. yep. There's like yeah. There's just, it's just there's several there's several like Christmas story lamps. lamps yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like anyway. Let's go to legs. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the inn is the uh, <laughs> just an inn. Just an inn. Uh, no, this entire town has like a bear theme to it. Uh, uh, it's gonna be the, grizzly. The Ursin. <laughs> no. The groovy grizzly. Yeah, the groovy the grizzly. bulging black bear. Uh, bulging? Ew. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. This, this place actually has a name. Someone stayed here before. Oh. The uh, Boinkin' Brown Bear. <laughs> oh. Oh. I remember what it's called. It So it's very simple. It's called the Vale Inn. Um... And it is because part of the reason this place is called Urskar is because of the god of death, Ursan. So, mm. like, the veil. The veil. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's got a lot of black, like, like curtains and... Oh, Silas furniture. will be right at home. Yeah, he'll fucking oh, love yeah. this place. Sil- Silas walks in and disappears. It's like... <laughs> it's like walking into the, the music video for Helena. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, immediately, like, like my mascara starts running, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts raining. You take out your black yep. lace umbrella. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a parasol in the rain. How great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you head in, and it is like a, it's got a lot of darker colors and warmer colors. So it's very, like, cozy feeling. Um, and the interior is pretty, pretty warm. Has electric lights that give off like a soft yellow glow. Um, it's pretty quiet as well. And uh, you find rooms there for the night. Pretty comfortable. Nothing, nothing too special there. It's run yeah. by a run by an older uh, Geary man. I imagine I'm just like getting drunk. Off of the two things that, <laughs> that well, right there with you. Whatever you don't Hell drink, yeah. you will. Hell yeah! Oh, and, oh, bull! And Silas are like, okay, okay. Bull. No, yeah. yeah, drunkenly, I'm just like bull. Yeah. We we haven't we haven't 
taught you poker yet. We gotta teach you how to play poker. No, I haven't. Yeah. We've had so many opportunities and you haven't taught me. Do it. Do it. Silas. I kind of like smack <laughs> him on the arm. I'm like, Silas, we're playing poker. Come on. Come on. Come on. Can you play yes! in your state? I'm not stupid. <laughs> I can All play right. poker. It's fine. Come on. All right. And uh, Bull like, gets out his cards, which look so tiny in his hands. And Silas starts teaching him how to play poker and <laughs> and Bull's like, okay uh I got a king and a nice, what does that mean? and <laughs> it's I was like, first of all you don't tell anyone that he's learning, he's learning go easy I, I, shush, I'm the one teaching him <laughs> uh, and Ansem like joins in with you guys you just see him like lift the edges of, a, of his cards and look at them and just watches this unfold oh, while Kit day. he has an amazing poker face I'm sure he does Nothing. just red RBF for days yeah yeah, pretty much um, occasionally like looks over the rim of his glasses mm -hmm. uh, Kit what are you doing um, what was the leader the manager's name again Reuben Glive. Reuben. Glive. Reuben's sandwich. It's it's in it's in okay. Messenger. They said, yeah, they said it in the chat. Oh, it's okay. I just wrote it down. Um, so I'm gonna go to the cannery first. After okay. I attune to the hat. Uh huh. And I'm going to activate the hat to make myself look like a person who is important in the Haldron company. How, what reference do you have? Uh, I've seen people out and about. You've seen workers. You don't know that you've ever seen an executive. Oh, well, what if I look like what I imagine an executive looks like? Like, take a worker and then give them, like, really nice, rich skull uh, outfit. So you're a dull Marig in a skull outfit? No, no, it's disguised self, so I can change everything. So I'm gonna look like a skull too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're gonna become a rich white person. I'm turning into a rich white person. All right. And okay. I Describe imagine that I have somehow turned into like my name is Montgomery Montgomery, and I'm just like he was a nice. I know, I know, I. I always think of every time I hear that name. I know Uncle Monty was great, but like every time I hear that name, all I can think of is like a plantation owner. My name is Montgomery Montgomery. Uh, yeah, exactly. Welcome to the Montgomery Plantation. Oh boy. Yep, exactly. I do declare. <laughs> I do declare. Um, so, yeah, and I'm going to make my way up to the factory. Make your way up okay. to the factory. Wait, wait. It just gets more and more manic as we go. Um oh there's milk. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god. Um Oh Jesus so it just sounds like screaming goats now. Mm -hmm. Um Perfect. yeah, you make your way <laughs> fuck you <laughs> You head to the Haldron factory. Uh, like I said before, uh, after dark, people generally don't work out in the orchards because it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, the town is like 
not walled in, but it has a pretty hefty, like, uh, maybe six foot wall with another six feet of like iron fencing on top of it around the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And then the orchard is outside of that in like the wilds. Um, But uh, the Haldron factory, uh, the actual machines work during the night uh, with a sort of skeleton crew of people just to look after them. And then during the day, the workers come back to, uh, actually harvest stuff. So when you get there, it is loud as fuck, but there's not a lot of people. Okay. Um, even just entering the premises, which uh, actually, it's all walled in, so how are you going to get in? Uh, I go to the door. There's, there's, a, there's a wall around the property. Oh. Well then, obviously, I just scale the wall real quick. Is there like a guard? Is there a guard there? Yes, there oh, are guards patrolling the grounds and at the gates. Okay, I will talk to the guard at the gate. Okay. Yes. So you step your way up and yeah. you see a young blonde-haired guard in lighter armor. Um, he has a sword at one side, a shield mm-hmm. on his back. Uh, and he's just standing next to the gate looking like he's about to fall asleep. I just walk up and I'm like, hello there, sir. And he's like, uh, good evening, yes, how can I help you? Hi, uh, well, I just immediately went into New Zealand for some reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hi. Good night. Now I've lost the accent. Fuck. Which I, one do are you to to? I do declare. I do declare. I do declare. You're Blanche Devereaux. Yes. No. <laughs> I, I would like to speak to Ruben Glad, who runs this establishment. He's like, uh, um, do you have an, an appointment? Do I look like I need an appointment? Make an intimidation check. Who do you think I am? <laughs> Who do you think I am? What are you? I'd like to speak to you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, intimidation? Yeah. Four. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, like, no. uh, I, I'm sorry, sir, but uh, if you don't have an appointment, I can't help you. What's your name, Sonny? Why does that matter? I asked you a question. <laughs> you failed your intimidation check. He's like, I could ask you the same thing. <laughs> My name. My name is is Montgomery Montgomery. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Um, Please leave. (laughs) And then I make my way. Make my way! Over to to the, the tea room. Okay, that takes a while, but yeah. Okay. You uh, you haughtily stomp your way over across town. God damn it, I can't believe I fucked that up. Oh, Good no. job. Shit. Uh, it's not too hard to find this tea room uh, that was mentioned. Uh, it's very much like a like a New Orleans style. Oh, like, I am uh, in my element. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans style. <laughs> 
like a, like be a, like, oh, this looks like a fine establishment. <laughs> like a Edwardian era, like corner, corner, uh, multi-floored building, uh, sort of like a slimmer building, but it's like butted up against the other two. And it has this door on the corner that leads into this gorgeous, uh, little bar area with booths that are separated by like room dividers and all these tables. And then it has a raised area where there's a few more tables and booths and another raised area where there's a small, Norland jazz band playing. Yes. Um, and then there is a grand, beautiful staircase leading up to the higher levels. Um, the bar is stocked with nothing local. Uh, just just shelves and shelves of beautiful bottles. Some of them not even glass. Some of them made of like crystal uh, with expensive liquors and you can see that uh, the bartender, who is the only non-skull in this entire uh, building, uh, he is definitely Dalmarig, uh, a wood elf. So he's kind of similar to you, but without the fur. Mm-hmm. Um, he is making these really complicated uh, uh, drinks in like a, like scotch glasses that after he makes them, they start to change color, and then he lights them on fire, and they turn Ooh. this beautiful amber color. And everyone claps. They're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> and they, like, tip him a copper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even no. though it's, like, a five-gold drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, you see him. He's... He's also in this very well tailored uh, white shirt, black vest, uh, has the half apron and has like a bar rag uh, bow tie. Um, he he does not look comfortable, but you can see he has this charisma of where like he's keeping conversations going, mm-hmm. even though they don't tip much. He's getting a lot of tips. Yeah. Um, but as he sees uh, you appear in the doorway in your Montgomery, Montgomery form, yeah. uh, he, he looks over and he says, hello, sir. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the tea room. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I would like uh, to know if Mr. Ruben Glav is here. Uh, are you one of his uh, associates? I'm actually, I almost said flying in. I'm actually coming in from out of town, and he is not expecting me yet, but I would like to surprise him. Make a persuasion check? Oh, God. In the back of my head, like, DM Taylor is going, I know so many things you could say, but I can't, I can't oh, say. Oh, that's much better. Persuasion. Uh, Persuasion. Persuade, this gentleman. Uh, 22. The gentleman is impressed. (laughs) Um, uh, He says, uh, well, if you're an investor, uh, he's uh, just up the stairs, uh, second room, um, the uh, room room two. Is he currently occupied? I believe he has a few friends playing probably cribbage or something. Mm -hmm. Can I take a private room so that we can speak together? And I take out a platinum coin. 
Uh, how long do you need it for? I would like to not be disturbed. We have some intimate business to talk about. <laughs> His eyes go wide and he's you're like... You it sound like you're going to give him a blowjob uh-huh, or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I did not know you were one of his guests and he takes the coin and puts it in his pocket He's, he hands you a key to room four he says take your time can you let him know that I have arrived absolutely right. and, you, and I, you see him oh, before he oh, goes I uh-huh. hand him another platinum coin oh. and be like keep up your good work can I get you anything to drink sir Oh, no, thank you. I will have plenty later. What? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say. <laughs> wow! Wow! This now we know that Ruben Glive is into water sports. Cool. There we go. Uh, okay. Uh, he has a very similar reaction where he just leans back, but he takes the coin. He's like, enjoy yourself, sir. Thank you. I will. And you see him turn uh, and like lean through a door behind the bar and call to somebody. Uh, and you see uh, probably like a 16 year old, very similar uh, outfit goes racing up the stairs. Mm-hmm. All right, I am. I make my way up the stairs. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, I go up to that room and let myself in and just sit down at the little table. I'm sure is there that's in like uh, a disgustingly non-cultural form. Are you gonna like? Like dramatically, like steeple your fingers and just stare at the door, like over my half rib, <laughs> my half moon glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm just staring until uh, he comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could. So, sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> so this room is... The best word for it would be garish. Ah. Um, all of these rooms are very, like, again, Edwardian style, over-decorated... Uh, Shelves dedicated specifically to like knickknacks and plates and, and little statuettes and kitschy shit that is like gilded. Mm. Um, there's there's a little shelf of like books that that are all uh, books are fucking expensive in this world because they're not mass produced yet, and they're all like fucking uh, like one's an atlas. <laughs> Uh, another one is like a uh, a study of the trades of the Dal Marig and the Haldron Company and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You can tell this place is probably owned by the Haldron Company as well. Yeah. Um, and probably the most disgustingly rich person thing in here is the couch. There, there's like two armchairs and a couch. The couch is this overdone, like like with the curled arms and the wood wooden like humped back and the quilted cushions and it has gold trim on the wood bits and of course. it's disgusting um the uh 
coffee table in the center is uh, made of wood with like a glass center to it that has a compass etched into the glass itself and there's like coasters on it. Um, Cute. But anyway, uh, after about 10 minutes or so, uh, you hear a light knock on the door. Ah, yes, do come in, sir. And you see the door swing open and you see this fairly handsome middle-aged man, maybe like 40 or so, uh, slightly receded, like widow's peak hairline, Mm -hmm. a little bit gray on the temples, uh, full beard, curled mustache, uh, nice, nice three-piece suit with a, with everything is pressed and perfect. Mm -hmm. And you see, he's got a, a glass of probably scotch in one hand, uh, and a cigar in the other, just like classic fucking rich fat cat. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's, well, he's not, he's not really like rich fat cat. He's like rich, too thin cat. Uh. (laughs) That kind of rich, the people that eat expensive food and then go vomit it up Ah, cool. because they can. Ah, and gotcha. maybe where's the course? Oh man, that kind of reminds me of the Hunger Games a little bit. Yeah, I was about uh, to say that. Yeah. Like, they that's have kind of what I'm going for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, very nicely, like slicked back hair, slight curl at the edges, curled mustache, the the slightly elongated like chin bit to the beard. Does does Kit know the names of the people who own the Haldron Company? Make a history check. Ooh. Fifteen. You know the name of the person who owns the Haldron Company, but you don't know the executives. What's their name? Um, The owner is Votsek Lucas. Votsek. It's 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 weird. It's like a me- a mesh of Polish and German. Let me write gotcha. it down for you. Yeah. That, I can say it. Bozek. Bozek. Okay. W o t c z y e y k. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. Uh, I <laughs> I wrote it down in in phonetical English so I can say it. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay. So as he walks in, and be like, Ruben Glav, just the man I've been waiting to see. Uh, and he pauses, looking at you, says... You come in, sir. We have some business to discuss. And your name, sir? Uh, my name is Montgomery Montgomery. Oh wait, no, this this bitch is English. She, and your name, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> He's suddenly fucking Johnny Depp. <laughs> Sorry. Just the way you said it was very like it really very was Sweeney Todd. Uh but you I'm sorry, you you introduced yourself as fucking Mont- Montgomery, Montgomery. Montgomery, Montgomery. And he steps in, he doesn't close the door, but he steps in a bit and says and to what do I owe the pleasure? I am a personal friend of... Oh, that was weird. I'm a pers- personal friend. I'm a personal friend of Votsek Lucas, and he has sent me to congratulate you on the wonderful job you are doing here at this here factory. 
Make a persuasion check. Damn Make it. a deception check. Oh, do I get advantage because I name dropped? Oh! Come on! Uh, this once. Okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, do you say deception? Deception! deception. Uh, That's great! 24. 24, alright. Uh, he nods, kind of almost as if a little impressed, uh, and says, Well, it's good to see that my work hasn't gone unnoticed here in the middle of nowhere. And um, how do you know Mr. Lucas? Uh, we are uh, good friends going back very far. Our families came up together. I don't believe I've heard of you. And he actually steps in now, leaves the door open, but he comes and sits across from you in one of the armchairs. Well, we were a very private family growing up, and I didn't get into the limelight quite like he did. Yes, he certainly made a name for himself. Yes, he did. Good old Boatsack. What do you do, sir? <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, God, spin a lie on the spot. Um, <laughs> now you well, know how I feel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I have done my travels across the world, just seeing things and doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and I have found An that... Adventurer. What? An adventurer. A <laughs> uh, bon vivant. In a way. Uh, I would say that I've tasted the more exquisite parts of life, and I'm turning into Forrest Gump. And uh, the more exquisite parts of life. Yeah, <laughs> I can really do Forrest Gump, so don't fucking challenge me. Uh, so, I'm getting for it. Uh, uh, and so, I, but I found in my growing age that I would like to do something with my friends and to help them grow their businesses. That's very uh, charitable of you. Oh, he pays me. I'm not doing this for free. <laughs> None of us really do it for free, but uh, the partnerships, those are more of the charitable things. Exactly. A name is worth more than money. You are not wrong, sir. So then, uh, how can I... Uh, Offer my name to your, uh, well, what's the word? Uh, well, no, it means to be fortunate. Uh, to how can I offer my uh, name to your prosperity? Prosperity, that's it. Yes, okay. well, there are some things that I would like to discuss with you in private. Do you mind? And I gesture to the door. And he, he sets his drink down, gets up, and shuts the door. Yes. Uh, well, first, I would like to congratulate you on doing such a great job here. Uh, it has come to Votex's attention how profitable this... Pro- 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 profitable. Profitable. Pro- this fine factory you of yours has been. If you don't know how to say something, just say half of it fast. Okay. <laughs> Profitable. Uh, so you are doing an excellent job. 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 
Come on, man. Yeah. Part of the reason you're fucking up is because you're going too fast. I know, I know. Slow down. Slow down. Uh, you're a you're a, a, a leisurely southern gentleman. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're not rushing anywhere. You have enough money that you never need to rush a day in your life. Oh, I like it. Oh my god. Okay, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I've made this character before. It's fucking Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it really yeah. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am coming to congratulate you on your hard work. <laughs> That's what you have to do. I know. Uh, indeed. I, uh, didn't think the world would be quite so interested in frost apples. But it turns out it's quite a market. Indeed, it seems to be uh, very popular. He's in, gone from English to posh American. In okay. other parts of the world. <laughs> so there were some things that I have noticed that we would like to maybe take a look at. Uh, we are yeah. very interested in the amount of Dalmar like uh, people you have employed here. Indeed. We wonder if maybe it doesn't look good for the company to have such heathens touching the food that we give to fine people. Well, um, I am... Oh god, I'm turning into... (laughs) I'm gonna start doing that accent. (laughs) It's really fucking contagious. It's such a slippery slope from English to Southern. It It really really is. English people are so good at posh, like, Kentucky Southern. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he says, well, um, there's rather a shortage of, uh, as they call a skull, workers around here. Uh, mostly because we've already given them jobs uh, looking after the machinery and uh, managing the place. They're this is a continent full of uh, Delmarig and Monomar people. And, to be honest, giving them work with us quite helps the local economy. So, it's rather a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Huh. Huh. <laughs> well, that was not quite the answer I expected to hear. How do you personally feel about these people? They have their uses. As long as they keep their business out of my business. Mm -hmm. I don't care what they do at home. As long as they do their jobs. But I do notice that none of them are moved up to higher positions. There are a handful who are useful, dare I say more intelligent, but um, there are very few and far between. What is... Though, oh, hmm? go ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was going to add, uh, though one of my best personal assistants is uh, Dolmarig, someone who always gets the job done. 
do you foresee more of these Dalmar people moving up in the company? I doubt it. There are plenty of people already trained for these jobs in Irakel who there's not room for them in the Haldron canneries back on the uh, back near headquarters and other cities like it. So as long as the Haldron company continues building more factories in Amnoblin, there will be jobs for them. People who are trained by those who actually know how it's done. Can the training not be administered here? It's a waste of time. We don't have the resources. It would be underdone, if not done incorrectly all at all. I'm sure I could teach one of them, but it's not worth it. And why is that? Re again, resources, time. They're training academies back at headquarters specifically to train people to do these jobs. I don't need to do that here. And it's also nice to have uh, young blood make its way across with new ideas. I'm trying to think of how to word this. You've done such a fine job here. Wouldn't it be even more adding more? Oh, what's the word? Fuck. Um, illust illustriousness? Is that a word? Luster. Luster. Wouldn't it add even more luster to your name to maybe think outside of the box? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? You just hit four I fucking ads in the <laughs> To think, out, think outside, the box. outside of the box. Like just, for, just, imagine just, I just imagine you I did. Just imagine I did it fine. Just imagine. Yeah, think outside the box. Outside uh, the box. You're too nasally. I know. You're going I know. Crazy. I know. We'll work on it later. Okay. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll you. Uh, <laughs> um, he kind of furrows his eyebrows and says. I thought you said you thought they were heathens. But a useful heathen that is not paid as much as everybody else is more useful. That is a fair point. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting mm. to it. Mm. Well, there is one other thing that I would like to talk to you about. Yes. Uh, and I reach up and <laughs> I reach up and tip the hat and drop the illusion. I want to talk about how you're not treating these people correctly. He. I would sit still if I were you. Poker face. That's nice. You already showed me your hand, asshole. Uh, so, I'm thinking that maybe we should level the playing field and start treating people equally, shall we? 
I think you would do well for yourself by walking away. Is that so? Yes, it is. I think you underestimate what I could do to you. I think you underestimate how well I can defend myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so... I probably am underestimating how well you can defend yourself. However, uh, it's only verbal to cast this spell. So I look at him and I cast Gesh. Uh, hold on, let me check something. Okay. It's just verbal, so there's nothing else. It is a wisdom save, though. Causing some problems. Gash <clears throat> is fifth level. It is. Okay. Uh, how does this work? Ability check using spellcasting ability versus a DC fifteen. Seventeen. He snaps across the front of his body. Wait, and as... it just says a wisdom saving throw. Hold on. Okay. Uh, he snaps across the front of his body as you're speaking these words, and you see a line of blue energy just explode from across his chest, mm -hmm. and you feel the spell break as you're counterspelled. Oh, I wonder how many times he can do that. It's a third level spell. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, he cast it higher, but it is a third level spell. Mm -hmm. You know that counter spell can be cast at any level above three. I... He's still holding his hand in the air and says, I said you should walk away. I think you should listen. Speak, then. But don't try any of this. Fine. Start being fair to people. They have jobs. It's fair enough. That's not fair. Treating someone like slave labor under the guise of paying them is not fair. How can it be slavery if I'm paying them? Because you don't pay them enough to live. But you They're pay them... Okay. Piss me off, buddy. <laughs> At Lar, in a world where you can punch the racists. That's true. But they can fight back. That's also true. Are you going to listen to reason, or are you just going to keep defending your stupid racist feelings? Do you actually have a reason other than, oh, boo-hoo the poor people? Uh, yeah, your company is destroying people on purpose. Then why don't you take that up with your good friend, Botsik? You're not going to listen, are you? You're not going to shut up, are you? I take a cocoon out and clap my hands together, and I turn into a gold dragon. Fuck! Alright, that's big! Uh-huh. Uh well, I imagine I'm exploding out of this room. Uh, not quite that big. Oh, okay. Uh, 
You're about as big as the room, so you succeed in getting yourself stuck. That's fine. Uh, I'm immune to fire. You take six bludgeoning damage just from being crushed. I'm actually going to pull up a calculator because I can't do this in my head. Okay. Uh, and he's going to take a little bit of crushing damage too as he's like thrown against the wall. There's just enough room for him to like stand up. Um, but w- after you cast that, it's going to be his turn to cast mm-hmm. something. How much? Uh, oh shit, a lot. You said six? What? You said six crush? Six crushing damage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, in response, oh god, I don't remember what I was looking for. Um, he is going to cast Dimension Door. (gasps) And as, as you, like, throw him against the wall and he, like, picks himself up a hand against the wall, Mm -hmm. you see him, like, draw a rune across the wall behind him and this uh, purple archway appears behind him and he just slips back through it and it shuts. I immediately use my breath weapon to set the place on fire. And then I start clawing and tearing my way upwards to get up and out. Uh, you're a fucking golden dragon. You can just rip the wall of the place out. Perfect. So yeah, you explode out into the street as the tea room catches fire and people inside come just screaming out of there. Uh, <laughs> The panic begins to set into the western side of the city uh, as a gold dragon is now in the street. Do I see him anywhere? Make a perception check. My dragon perception. Holy shit. Uh, 21. Take that back, 22. Um, No, you don't see him anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take off and fly upward, and I'm going to start mm. circling and looking for him. Make a new perception check. Okay. Yeah. Up and off the ground. Okay. Uh, ooh, even better. Uh, 26. You do see him. Mm. Uh, you see him uh, on a roof nearby, about 500 feet away. Uh, beginning to run across the rooftops. Like, full-on Assassin's Uh Creed chase mission style. Like, he's leaping between these flat, uh, these uh, pitched roofs and, like, climbing up one side, sliding down the other. Um, And as he looks back and sees you, he is going to cast... Uh, what does he have prepared? Uh, Where is it? Fuck, he's not close enough. Um, I'm going to hold on to that. He's going to hold a spell. Oh, okay. So you see him look up, clock you, and you see him start drawing into the air as he runs and, like, close his fist around the runes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if I'm 500 feet away, I can mm-hmm. only double dash and get 160 feet. So if I don't get close enough, he loses that spell. He can continue to... Wait, hold on. How does this work? You can only hold it for one turn, I thought. 
can't you indefinitely? How long can you? Uh, uh, yeah, I thought okay. it disappeared after the turn if you didn't use it. That that's really short turnaround. That's like six seconds if you don't use it, then it mm -hmm. goes away. Like that seems really. I just short. thought that's how they've kind of done it on Critical Role because they were like, oh. you don't like you prepared it and then you get to your turn and the reaction you were going to use never went, so the spell dissipates yeah. because you can't. I, I guess his idea was that you can't just hold magic forever kind of thing. Because yeah. if that were true, you could just have a spell at the ready all the time. I mean, yeah. That's true. According to Jeremy Crawford, uh, the spell dissipates if you don't release it with your reaction before your next turn. Okay. Mm, okay. Jeremy Crawford being D&D &D man. Yeah. D&D man. So, I'm double-dashing my way towards him, but I think he just lost the spell slot. Yes, he does. Yes. That's okay, he's got more. Oh, I'm sure he does. Well, then I will double-dash my way towards him. Okay. However he's long not... that takes. He's not going to attack you until you get close enough. Mm -hmm. So, I'll keep double-dashing at 160 feet until... Alrighty. So, it's like two um, or three turns or well... something. Yeah, somewhere in there. So, when you do get close enough, uh, I need you to roll a charisma saving throw. Charisma. Oh, fuck. Seven. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you. just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, because it's dragon. Because it's dragon. Uh, it's 11. It's not any better. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to uh, save it. You are banished <gasps> uh, do, 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 to a <laughs> demi-plane <laughs> uh, where, where you are incapacitated and you will remain there for as long as he holds concentration for up to a minute. I don't get to challenge it? You already did with the saving yeah. throw. Oh, I didn't know if I got to do it every turn or not. Uh, nope. Okay. nope. Mm -mm. So one minute. Yeah. You are stuck in a pocket of the Astral Sea. Uh, Flapping my wings. It does nothing. You just turn in circles. Yeah. So just like um, dark. Just nothing. Uh, I believe my version of the Astral Sea is like uh, similar to some depictions from, like, uh, the Adventure Zone, where it's, like, a black sky with a foggy sea and, like, a sourceless light. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so, like, you can see things, but it's kind of dim. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, uh, you are stuck there for one minute. And when you pop back in, you begin falling, because you weren't, like, flying. Mm -hmm. Uh... And it's not a long fall from where you were. You crash into the side of a building and hit the ground. Oh, I can't he, save myself? You're not going to take any damage. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's close enough to the ground that I'm not going to give you any damage. But he is nowhere in sight, and the panic is getting worse as you magically reappear. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> okay. I feel like I just made this a lot worse. Um... Uh, yeah. What you gonna do? Uh, what you gonna do? 
Um, there are there are guards coming after you with like gotcha. weapons. I'm gonna fly out over the forest and oh okay. Oh, you were doing stuff, so yeah. Um, I'm gonna fly out over the forest and I am going to fly high up in the sky. Butterfly in the sky. Um, as you're going, take 14 piercing damage from fired crossbows and uh, bows. Okay. And I'm going to fly high up in the sky, and then I'm going to... No, no. I'm going to go out into the forest, and I'm going to dive down into the woods so they can't see me. Okay. And I'm going to drop my dragon form as I land on the ground. Okay. And then I am going to wild shape into a fuck into a <laughs> into a pigeon um that's gonna be really out of place okay fine i will wild shape into a hawk okay okay and then i'm gonna start making my way back to the back to the uh city Oh, pigeons are a native to Amnoble and yeah. <laughs> You would oh, know yeah. that being from here. Um, yeah, uh, you head back to the Vale, uh, where your friends are staying, as the western side of the city is trying to control a blaze in the middle of a block of buildings and uh, trying to figure out where the fuck the dragon went. Uh, um, the whole city uh, hears of the hears of this, uh, but after the dragon doesn't show back up, the 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 gates into town are closed to like keep anybody from uh, coming or going, and uh, within a couple hours, uh, you guys would get a uh, a knock on your door. Uh, probably, probably, uh, Marin, you'd get a knock on your door, being the one who actually purchased the rooms. Okay, I'm like, you're all drunk and yeah. like asleep, and like, it's straight as royal flesh. What? What is? Okay, I'm gonna like stumble over to the door and be like, huh? What? Hello? As you open it, a man in a full suit of armor is standing there. Uh, with his hand on the pommel of his blade at his side. He says, excuse me, are you Miss Veneer? Who's asking? Town Watch. Okay, sure. We'll say, yeah. I am. We're looking for an Elusir. Auburn hair, average height, facial hair. Uh, Don't know him. We were told he came in with you, or he was, sorry, he was seen with you in the meat hall. Must have been mistaken. Make a deception check. With disadvantage, because you're drunk. Disgrace! <laughs> <laughs> Evil is plain as the drunk on her face. <laughs> uh, 16. Insight. Natural 20. Fuck you. Oh, uh, he shoulders his way into the room. Hey! What the fuck? 
he looks down at you and he says, Are you harboring a wanted criminal? Did Is Kit in the same room? Did we all get no, one he room? Has, he has a room with uh, Bull. Am okay. I back? You would have been for a while. Do I hear this? Oh, uh, yeah, he's not being quiet. Okay. I immediately, as soon as I start hearing all this, I wild shape again. And I'm going to wild shape into a mouse. And I'm going to stuff myself under one of the, like, nightstands or something. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, but before I do you. that, I'm just going to be like, don't say anything. Nothing. Not a word. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you hear this go on for a moment where the guard is like, where is he? Where is Has- the overseer? Did kid? Did you tell me what you did, or did you just like sneak back into Bull's room? Uh, I'm gonna say I just snuck back in. Okay. Because you were probably passed out drunk, so how could I? Yeah. Told you anyway? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh. Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. And that's not a lie, because I don't know. I know. Hey, uh, husband whose name I'm not going to say. <laughs> yeah, Silas. You want to wake up? Si- Silas, uh, Silas is awake and he's like watching this silent because he also knows that if anybody knew who he was, he'd mm-hmm. be in trouble. He says, um, we were traveling with him, but he's not one of ours. He's just a mercenary. Yeah, he he got here and said this is where we part ways, and he fucked off. Okay, make a new deception check. <laughs> Normal, because you have the okay. advantage of Silas. Okay. Oh, that was worse. Um, uh, 15. 14. Oh. <laughs> the guy nods a little bit. Leans down to look under the beds, looks in the wardrobe, says, Well, if you see him again, let us know at the uh, watch post. He uh, just burned down a whole block of buildings. Mm-hmm. A whole block? A whole block. The, they don't have fire trucks and shit. The blaze kept going. Well, they have, like, fucking electric paddle boats, but they don't have a fire truck. Cars don't exist. No, don't believe it. They don't have a fire coach. <laughs> a fire carriage. They probably do have like the draft horse drawn like fire brigade mm-hmm. like carts, but they don't have they don't have the the up to date shit. There's no fire hydrants. They have like at most like a truck full of water on like a horse drawn cart. Mm-hmm. And they just went up and started bucketing it out. Sounds like we need to send a message to Jessasan and be like, you know, there's an odd amount of fires <laughs> up here. The Haldron Company. Maybe their machinery's bad. You should invent like a fire thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Invent sprinklers. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I can help with that. Yeah. <laughs> just have somebody controlling water every ten minutes. Yeah. Throw some sharks in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he uh, he walks out. Um, just he does... before he goes, I'm going to be like, just so you know, bursting into a woman's room in the middle of the night is not a great look. 
I might have to speak with somebody who's a little higher up than you. <laughs> if, this is the, if this is the protocol that you're going to be employing. Fuck off. And he just continues down the hall. <laughs> uh, he checks in to Ansem's room as well. I'm, no, hold on, hold on, before he goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to... Um, Who's your drug? Yeah. Let's, let's see. I'm going to cast Make It Pink on him. <laughs> okay, what do you do? Uh, what would I have on me? I, I might have something like neon pink. Uh, on me, maybe? I don't know. Do you have I don't a, know. a bottle of Pepto? Yeah. Sure. No, no, I will, um, I'll take my coat, my, my blue coat, and I'll turn his hair blue. He doesn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's down the way. Uh, he does check in with, uh, Ansem, and Ansem basically gives him the treatment that he just gave you, which is just, fuck off. Um, and Ansem Molinarch is famous, so he can do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So the guy's well, just you like, know what? If I could have swung my, this is the king of the arbiters, like, and well, then you I would like, have. But I'm, you are under arrest. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I did it. Uh, so. yeah. uh, and lastly, he checks in at uh, Bull's room, and uh, Bull opens the door, very like, I don't want to get arrested. Uh, mm -hmm. Like reaction to him is like, yes, sirs, and like, no, sirs, and. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy's just basically, have you seen this Elus here? And Bull's like, uh, no, I uh, haven't seen him in a while. No, I haven't seen him. Barely know who he is. No idea. Let's actually see if he believes him. Oh, God. Bull gets away with it. Hey! He has moderately good charisma. Uh... I bet he's also just like chuckling the whole time because he's got blue hair. Yeah, he's just like, have a good night, sir. <laughs> yeah, and like the guy leaves. Um, but uh, after he's gone, like gone, gone, Bull reaches under the nightstand and grabs you, Kit, and he like brings you like against his chest and like brings you to Marin and Silas's room. He's like, uh, we're in trouble. Yeah, no shit. I drop uh, wild shape. <laughs> God so, damn it! Ugh. Um, I there. I may have accidentally shown my face and burned down a bunch of buildings and tried to kill yeah. a guy as a dragon. Uh, who'd, you, who'd you try to kill? Oh, the, the leader of the Haldron Company here. Do you know how much money he has? Do you know how many people he's going to send after us? I mean, if we kill him, he won't send any. We're not going to be able to kill him because now he's going to be surrounded by guards. I hate every single one of you. Well, to be fair, I was, to be fair, I was doing You're a so really loud. good job. I was doing a really good job until... Were you? Yeah, until I lost control of the situation. I was in control of me the entire time, obviously. We're doing this. They're probably going to figure out that you're the one that did those other things. Because you just literally left a trial. We could burn okay. it all down. Alright, no, 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 no. It's getting too close now. Kit, I, you know me, I am just as much for this 
as you are, I would love to see all these assholes lose everything, but we are getting too close to this, and it if you end up in prison, if he ends up in prison, like, this is, we, uh, this isn't the main goal of this. I'm sorry, we, mm-hmm. we gotta stop. No, it's okay. I fucked up. Um, I am going to leave, and I'm gonna go out to the woods, and y'all can find me when you decide to leave town. <sighs> Let's just leave town right now. No, that's too... They're waiting for you to leave. You gotta look inconspicuous. Just give it one or two days, and then get out of here. We're supposed to stay here for two days? Yeah. Me. <laughs> and um, Silas very quietly says, Well, if it helps, you probably will spend all of tomorrow asleep with how much you've been drinking. Oh, shut up. No. Alright, so I walk over... What is it with you men tonight just telling me to fuck off and to shut up and yeah, fuck all you. Alright, you, you obviously need to go to bed. I walk over to the window and throw it open and I'm like, I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Uh, the- raises his hand. What? Um, I, I should probably come with you. Can you fly? System and all that. Uh, can you be something that can carry me? That might be a little conspicuous. Uh... Do me a favor and just don't resist this, okay? And I turn a cocoon and I turn him into a a hawk. Scream! And then I also I walk over and I throw the window open and I wild shape into a hawk and just like give him a wing, like come on. And then we take off into the night. Yeah, he follows you. And you guys go somewhere into the woods and use your woodsy skills Mm -hmm. to set up a camp, which you're both kind of outdoorsmen, so it shouldn't be hard. Um, uh, Silas and Marin, you're left alone in your room for a moment before Ansem steps in and says... He doesn't step in, he just opens the door and like sticks his head in and says, Um... I couldn't help but overhear that. Uh, he was listening at the door. Yeah. Uh, I picked that up. I suggest that tomorrow, uh, just in the middle of the day, not first thing, not last thing, we go find another place to stay just to throw off a bit of the scent, but we don't leave. Okay. Wouldn't that look even weirder, though? We just all of a sudden jump. Uh, Okay. I drank too much to deal with this. Just make it harder to find us. Okay. All right. (laughs) Marin falls on her bed. Yeah. Silas walks over as Ansem leaves, and he actually like pushes you fully into the bed. Like, pulls off your boots and your jacket and, like, puts the blanket over you. Mm-hmm. Shut up. No, dad! And I kick him. <laughs> you, you have a very ineffectual kick with yeah. your blanket. 
And he just looks at you. Mm. You give him the finger in the morning. I give him the finger. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes and takes his side of the bed. Uh, And you guys all call it a night. And that's where we'll end this stream. After that load of fuckery. Oops. Oops, I did it again. (laughs) Well, oh well. Whoopsie-doo, they're looking for you. Uh, Yay, the Haldron Company's got your number now. I like how last time you were also like, Marin, you shouldn't do anything because then they'll see your face and we don't want to do that. And this time you're just like, fucking, who cares? I thought I would, I thought, I thought. You thought that was the, the problem. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> D- what? D- me? Don't be rude? That's right. <laughs> That's what I said. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. So, I, you can watch the Atlaran Adventuring Company every Saturday at 5pm. I am stunned after the amount that you two make fun of me and the shit that I create. How Be stunned. dare you? I am just stunned! <laughs> <laughs> the only way- there are no words to describe how stunned I am except- <laughs> Then just left. And then, and then, what is it? It's Dorothy. She's like, "Let me guess, Blanche. You're stunned." I am just stunned. Uh, anyway, hello. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us for the stream. I had to get my D twenty. I threw it back. I'm. I'm not mad. I don't give a fuck. I'm having fun with the chaos. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Lauren ADV Co. Uh, links are below if you're watching us on Twitch. Uh, if you're watching the VOD, there's there's also links there in the description. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. Uh, wish tell us about yourself. Yeah, hi, you can find me at AM Kelly Writes on Twitter or amkellywrites.com, which is my website. Uh, fun thing that I'm actually doing this week uh, I am doing a one shot uh, with a bunch of other cool uh, D&D people. Uh, I should have had the Twitch link pulled up for that. So it's going to be on December 15th. Um, on Twitch, and I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling up. It's me and a bunch of other people from uh, from TikTok, and uh, it's going to be me and user uh, Capsica, and then uh, Chaotic Good Ellen. Oh god, I'm gonna just mess up every basic Valkyrie. Those are th- those are the three of us who are playing. Uh, those are they're all on TikTok, and then uh, Baxter and Andrew from TikTok is going to be the DM. And I believe the Twitch is just Twitch.tv/Baxter and Andrew. So uh, it's going to be December fifteenth at seven thirty Eastern time, four thirty uh, Pacific time, because most most everybody's in Pacific, I think. So. Um, yeah, so check it out. It's special holiday themed. I'm going to be playing an emo, uh, 
uh, halfling warlock. It's gonna be fun. So a miniature Silas. Little bit. Well, no, he's not no, really that serious. He's literally like a teenage edge lord. <laughs> I so, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what time was that Pacific? Four or four thirty Pacific, seven thirty Eastern. Seven thirty Eastern. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ben. Hi. Uh, Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at blakearwolf.com or Blake R. Wolf on. Twitter, that's what it's called, uh, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. Uh, I just released, last Friday actually, just released yeah. a um, my first fantasy book, Dark Fantasy, in a series. Uh, the Crystal Eye is the name of the book. You can find links all over my Twitter page uh, or on my uh, website, um, so far, I'm really surprised, but like 60 plus people bought copies. And yeah, yeah it's 99 cents right now until this coming Thursday. Uh, so it will, uh, you can go and grab the ebook. Um, and then I've even paperbacks had, are also available. I also, yeah, paperbacks are also available. Um, and then I even have people pre ordering book two, which I'm currently working on, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I haven't that shit yet. Yeah, uh, it's almost done. I'm getting there. So, um, and then the other thing is, is that I will be in the dealer, the virtual dealer's den for Midwest Fur Fest this coming weekend. Uh, so you can go to, I believe it's mff.org, or you can just Google Midwest Fur Fest and it'll bring up the thing. But um, there's a lot of artists there, and there's other authors. So I'm hoping to do some stuff there and i'm also doing if you go to the links there i'm doing special pricing on signed paperbacks so if you live in the u.s i can send you a signed paperback for a special price for the convention so um yeah i think that's it for me nice mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm really excited for the crystal i seems to be getting uh more attention early mm -hmm. um and uh, it just so happens that I, Taylor Wallace, on Twitter, <laughs> I I edited the Crystal Eye and will be uh, editing the, what did you name this? The next Crystal second? Archivist. The Crystal Archivist, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, Crystalline Chronicles series. You said it's going to be like six books? The goal, well, it's going to be six books. If it does really well and the story will allow it, there could be more. But chances are it'll just be six. I mean, and there's... Uh, well, I I would love to see more stories in Udalara as well. So oh, that, that's there's, there's, there's an idea in the background bubbling around for like a 1,000 years before story. Ooh. So, yeah, to see the, the dragons um, and the fall of the uh, fall of magic. Uh, pull a Tolkien and write lore books. Oh. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> lore books with a story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit of a nerd for this world, and I'm totally biased because I edited it. But it's genuinely, truly, genuinely like if you like Lord of the Rings, Narnia, any of those like classic like granddaddies of fiction and fantasy, you will like The Crystal Eye. 
It's so good. Um, I like the characters a lot. It's very good. Uh, so, hi, uh, I'm Taylor Wallace on Twitter, T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C. Uh, links below. Uh, I also run SonderEditing.com, where if you need an editor who's not going to charge you your firstborn child, uh, hit me up. Because I work pretty fast, and I think I'm yes. pretty good at my job. You did 90,000 words in under two weeks, so... Yeah, well, I did 90,000 words in three days. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I tend to, like, do it in large chunks rather than consistently, which is unhealthy. But, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can find me in those places. Uh, I also run the ADV Co. Twitter so uh, this is a thing that I, I want to start like pushing a little bit. If you guys want like lore tidbits or want to know more about the world or about a character or something, like please ask us on the ADB Co. Twitter. I love to write about this world. I've been building it for six years. Um, and uh, it would also be fun to get like questions about the the player characters and people in the party and it's like mm -hmm. what do you guys think about this shit and that'd be cool to be able to post it there and have like i really i've mentioned it before but i really want like some to get some interaction now that we have a handful of people that actually watch us yeah um so like we need a website i we could do, like a facebook page or something make it easy yeah <laughs> maybe um yeah Facebook, maybe. A website, we need to be a little bit bigger to do that. Yeah. Um, websites cost money. Yeah, but uh, we don't have, like, any, like, home, except for the Twitter, like, any mm -hmm. home base for, like, mm -hmm. any links or, or anything like yeah. that, so. Um, I was thinking of making a world anvil for my world, but then I realized it would be spoilers. So, yeah. nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Um, I may, I don't know. I'll look at what our options are, but uh, we'll uh, we are not streaming next weekend, mm -hmm. um, partially because uh, Ben's doing Midwest Fur Fest, but also why not have a break? Uh, just just a little little breaky break. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for the Saturday after Christmas, which I believe is the day after Christmas, mm -hmm. uh, we're having some kind of special thing happening. Uh, I still don't know if it's going to be me or Ben running the show. Uh, we'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. But either way, whoever runs it, it's going to be a special one shot, which depending on who's running it may or may not be canon. Who knows? Right. We shall. See. Uh, but we will. We're see not going to see. We're not going to see Marin and Kit all the rest of the year. Yeah. This. Oh fuck. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I have two ideas for one shot. We'll we'll oh. see which one uh, which one blooms better. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I'll I'll talk to you guys a little bit about what you wanna what you wanna do. But thank you for joining us. We will see you uh, the day after Christmas or on this coming Wednesday if you wanna check out the VOD. If you missed anything, uh, we're on YouTube at Lauren Adventuring Co. I think that's it. All right.
Well, we'll see you guys later next time. All right. Pew, pew, pew. Bye. Bye. Bye.